1: That's it. That was the...
2: Did you say my leak or my leg?
1: My leg. Oh, okay. That was the clip. That's it. That's all I've got.
2: So can I... I feel like I should be able to guess now. (laughs) Like, I feel like I should be able to guess these movies and stuff.
1: This is actually... When you do them. Actually, yeah, no, I can't give you... My leg.
2: So when you first say that, I'm thinking Soul Food. Is it when Memo had to get her leg cut off? Is it?
1: First of all, how many times have you seen Soul Food?
2: at least 759 and
1: you should know there was never a moment where she yelled She just said my leg? She never said it like that.
2: She didn't. Damn. Okay. Well then I don't know who it is. That's fine. But y'all, that's not much of a hint. So I don't feel bad for that.
1: Actually, you're going to be surprised how many people know it tomorrow.
2: No, I never am. Niggas is always like, really, Crystal?
1: Do you? Have you ever seen anything? No, there's literally no excuse. I mean, there's no reason you should know this one. Except for the fact that you have a nephew.
2: There was a lot of, there were a bunch of years where I didn't watch a lot of movies and stuff that every other nigga watched. Like I just saw, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. You just
1: saw that when? uh, Earlier today earlier today for the first time in your life wow and it was awful have you seen The Color Purple okay don't do that
2: have you ever watched I have read and watched The Color Purple okay don't do this Eve's Bayou maybe Eve's Bayou is a Negro classic okay As disturbing um, as that was.
1: Oh, Jesus. I think I have seen that movie maybe one and a half it times. It
2: just creeps you out, I man. Don't it like just you. to see little girls like that, it, it just, just creeps you. isn't a <laughs> It okay. just ain't natural. It has made
1: me uncomfortable <laughs> since I was a child myself.
2: Amen. Oh my well, God. welcome back to the read.
1: I am uh, Prompto.
2: Okay. And I will be Tasha the Chase Ho. No?
1: <laughs> are you in your this feelings? Is three. First of all, I would just like to say that Lawrence <laughs> and the Wells Fargo bitch can both die. And I mean it.
2: And Lawrence ain't do nothing wrong.
1: They can die. Really? Not the char- the characters. Yeah, the no, 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 obviously the actors, no, obviously not that. Probably quite lovely. <laughs> Lawrence, Issa, please, I feel like there's a great chance that you can Man. hear this at some point in your life. I want him dead. Season 2 opener, fiery car crash. Can somebody just
2: tell me how you filmed sex scenes like that one at the end of episode 8 without the two people actually fucking? Because I don't see how it's possible. I That looked like penis and vagina. Like, just straight up. I don't see how that was acting.
1: I have a fire in me when I think about it.
2: I mean, because that was one... Hell of a sexy. I I want them dead. Shoddy had them toes pointed. She had that back arch. That ass was up. She was ready. And then there go Lawrence, just taking you to Pound Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was crazy. But anyway. Shout out to insecure. They're disgusting.
2: Lawrence ain't doing nothing wrong though. He ain't nothing wrong. With... I don't
1: give a fuck about none of what you talk. Okay,
2: about. all right. I'm they just saying. I'm not down. in the Lawrence hive. You dusty niggas, y'all need to chill out because Lawrence don't rep y'all. But he ain't doing nothing wrong at the same time.
1: Lawrence also has a job. I mean, come on now. It took him a while, but he got there.
2: Um, Lawrence just needed to start die, feeling though. himself again, and he was going to be all right. You Lawrence niggas be lacking fundamentally trying to attach yourselves to Lawrence. It's not the same.
1: First but anyway. of all, <laughs> you had a history with this bitch, and the only reason that she even did what she did is because that pressed-ass nigga kept coming to her job all the motherfucking time, trying to ignite her inner rap skills. You know what I'm saying? But she still should have said no. Nostalgia. She should have. But she knew that nigga since they were young. You just met that bitch trying to cash checks you ain't really have. So that's all that I'm saying. True. Gross. I'm just saying a smart hoe would have said,
2: I fucked Daniel back in high school or college. Or I fucked Daniel when me and you was going through it, you know, and it's over. It didn't mean nothing to me. As opposed to just being like, yeah, I fucked him. My bad. Like, she could have covered that up. She could have made that better.
1: I don't give a fuck about none of that. Okay. I truly don't.
2: <laughs> you just want Lawrence and, and end, Tasha to they, die. They, that's, it. that's
1: That's all I'm looking for, and I demand it. Well,
2: we can't wait for season two, so.
1: um, So, uh, Black Excellence this week is actually kind of an older story. This happened last year, but it was just brought to my attention recently. Ethiopian Airlines... Operated an all woman flight or flights just around this time last year um, when they had uh, black girls working the cabin crew, uh, piloting the plane, flight dispatching, dispatching them? I don't know. Um, that, that's probably like the, the air traffic
2: controller, right? Flight right. dispatch.
1: People who make sure you get up in the air and, stay and there. don't wreck with another plane. <laughs>
2: Up in the air, stay there.
1: And so you know, they have lovely photos. Actually, Air Zimbabwe did the same thing uh, around last year, and I just feel like it's all right. Got to yeah, be African. way more comforting to have black girls flying the plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, anyway, as no, a I would who too. has common sense and you know an open mind.
2: I would, that would just be a lot more soothing to know that black women are in charge of everything. I can
1: relax. I just feel like black women in general, you just like have your back.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, well, the the gaggy, <laughs> I can't even say it no more. I can. Black women run everything anyway. This is just black women actually being given credit for the things they do and being put in positions where they can be recognized for it. But that's dope as hell. And I would. I would. I feel like I would relax more on a flight knowing that black women were flying the plane, they in charge of the stewardess shit, they running the air traffic shit, all of it. Like, you ain't even got to worry. Black girls got it.
1: Especially because black women probably take... Three, four, five good looks to make sure everything is okay. running because you damn sure ain't finna blame nothing on
2: right. Us. That's it because we're not finna just cross the stratosphere.
1: Make sure that you, we have a <laughs> surplus of peanuts. Get extra peanuts. Get on the all flight. in peanuts. Girl. We're not running out of nothing on here because everything's gonna go well.
2: Make sure we got bottles of water and shit. All that
1: shit. The CEO of Ethiopian uh, Airlines said, "Women are the continent's greatest untapped resource." And he called it an opportunity to inspire young African <laughs> girls to aspire towards a career in aviation. They said they aim to promote women empowerment for sustainable growth. So Amen. Shout out to them flying airplanes and doing things that, you know, Fantastic. ladies have been doing for the longest time, but nobody talks about it.
2: Also, did we ever mention Amber being Effie White on at Dream Girls? In London and how the show finally opened and all that. I, I know we talked about it back when it was first announced, but I don't think we've talked about it since the show actually opened in London. No,
1: but I did see, like, photos of it. I and low-key want to go. I'm actually working on getting up there. I don't I know really exactly do. when, but I have to see it. Like, I would yeah. probably just go and jump off the FDR if I don't <laughs> get to see it. Before
2: it's done, I have so. to see this. Congratulations again, Amber. We are so proud of you. Um...
1: Is there anything else I can stick into this Black accents moment before we move Oh, Paperboy
2: forward? said he listens to The Reek on Atlanta. What? The nigga who plays Paperboy on Atlanta, he did an interview with some news outlet. I can't think of who. I just saw it, like, yesterday or today. Um, but they asked him if he listens to any podcast. And he was like, yeah, I listen to The Reek. If you and Crystal are great. Da, 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 That's da. No, you are. I'm not. My nigga, I'm not playing with you. Watch me airdrop you this link. <laughs> You're going to be so mad. I'm not playing with you the Actor who plays, I was literally boy.
1: just um, I went out for drinks for with Reagan Gomez and her husband.
2: Oh, yeah, how was that? That was
1: awesome. We had a really cool conversation, and they were at the Gotham Awards because they were nominated, nominated. for surviving. Yes. Congratulations! There is something extra to put in Black X. There you go, there you go, nominated for surviving, which we talked about on here before. Um, when we interviewed her yeah. and so that was really cool to see that happening but she they literally mentioned him cuz i guess he was there too Oh really Yeah so
2: well it's right here Brian Tyree Henry he it's on adweek well i'm telling you cuz i'm looking at it and it's right there do you listen to any podcasts and you can look at that answer right there what does it say
1: That's fine do you do you want to see what it says I will read that later So
2: thank you sir for saying that you listen to this show oh he says he relates to it And ends every podcast in tears from laughing so hard. That's very sweet.
1: Your show's awesome.
2: Yes, it is. I can't wait. You're an icon. For Atlanta.
1: Bangs, nigga! Like, that was probably a standout line for me. Um,
2: (laughs) And he has a lot of great recommendations for other TV shows, too. So go check out his ad week, you know.
1: Okay. So let's ruin your lives. Um, (laughs) Here goes some horrible shit. Actually, so there's these rumors going around that Beyonce may be headlining Coachella, but I don't believe him.
2: I don't either. I don't believe nothing until it comes from Beyoncé's face.
1: Right. So, There's a very good chance that she'll go on Beyoncé.com or on her Instagram or something and just put like, I don't know, like a C. Like whatever the Coachella C looks like. It'll just mm-hmm. be that on like a back a black background or something. The and Coachella like C the on date. a black background
2: is going to look like the Coach logo though. Ain't it?
1: How does the Coachella C look like? I thought it kind of looked like... Like a used kind, Or maybe
2: it'll look like a flower crown. It'll be like a C in the shape of a flower crown.
1: I kind of blame like, Coachella for the flower crown The flower crown still being on
2: yeah. oh, you should.
1: Snapchat. Because that's when it started and it just never went away. But the
2: problem with that flower crown filter is that it also makes people look better. Like I'm not sure what exactly it adjusts in your face, but it's noticeable. It's the same thing with that dog filter. That dog filter makes the ugliest of you look amazing. So.
1: Because it hides so much of your face. Like, it hides <laughs> the center of your face. <laughs> like, you God might look, look like a bandit. You can't see the person. Okay. Oh, um, well, anyway, Beyonce, so, though. I've always wanted to go to Coachella. I've still never been, although I heard it's terrible now. But if Beyonce is going to be there, I'm going to try and go.
2: I can't. I can't I do stand-in-room well. only.
1: Let my first and last coach would be the one with beyonce added. so hey if it's true bring it on i'm ready and roaring to go if not beyonce i feel like solange should be there and i would go and watch i
2: feel solange like solange too. has played uh coachella before
1: though i'm I pretty sh- sure i'm sure she has wasn't yeah. coachella the one she did where beyonce came out and danced But this with her? is
2: perfect yeah 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 that was it this is perfect with the new Don't album can't and everything. Go back. exactly that would be amazing Ooh, or solange afro-punk next year even better
1: I feel like that's a given.
2: Even fucking better.
1: I feel like Solange is gonna have like the entire cast of of Cranes <laughs> in the Sky and Don't Touch. They're like they're gonna be walking around Brooklyn passing out flyers with just her face on it with like like a temporary you know tattoo that says Afropunk on like her palm.
2: Oh man! Did With you like see the? Did you see the outtakes she posted from yes. Cranes in the Sky on her Instagram? And she's
1: posting. Oh, she's not finished. Girl.
2: How does she look like? Like how are these the throwaway shots? Bitch,
1: really? You know what I realized about Solange though, and what she's doing now is that she's actually saying my husband is sickening. Yeah, because she, on every caption she's like, "Crane's outtakes by Alan, Alan Ferguson. Ferguson." So what she's trying to say is like, um basically art direction i mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying angles lighting your guy right here right it would be you know <laughs> it would be in your best interest to get to know him right like that's what i'm taking away because, from that
2: i mean don't get me wrong the creole jeans have supplied the stunning beauty that you see in front of you like obviously that's the case but this man right here no, photographs my black that's, that's what, right. takes a good-ass picture that's right and that's what
1: matters So, But yeah,
2: unless Coachella has a VIP air-conditioned room where I can sit down and have some pretzel sticks or something, I'm not going.
1: You really think about all the rich and famous hoes that go to fucking Coachella every year? They don't have bungalows and shit with AC and TVs. Okay, well,
2: I don't never see them tickets on the website. So maybe you got to be rich. That's not
1: for regular general public. (laughs) But somebody that you know will get you some. Well, I'm
2: putting it. You know what? I'm putting it in the universe right now, then, because I can't do that sitting outside at 8 a.m. with everybody else. No, hell no. I mean, I'm not
1: going to sit in line or nothing like that, but I like the whole, like, the festival thing where it's just a big open space and you don't have to be right. I don't need to be right in front of the stage. If I could hear you, I'm good. I've been super close Mm -hmm. to the Beyonce show before. We were both at that fucking. That shit that Solange did in that laundromat in Brooklyn where she was dancing on top we of We so machines.
2: did go to Brooklyn to watch Solange perform in a laundromat. Also very
1: close <laughs> to her. So I just want to, like, be around and, like, get high and run and find somebody cute to make out with
2: the not yeah. get mono. All I think about is, the like, I'm, I'm definitely the boring adult about it because all I think about is how are we going to pack snacks? Who, how do we keep anything refrigerated? How do we what? go to the bathroom in a sanitary way? I just... Not, Gonna mm-hmm.
1: be there for the weekend. No, so but
2: all day long, though. I can't. I, I had to do it at formation for the pit, and it was just bad. I can't do it. But that's standing because you outside. were in one
1: place the whole ass day. So
2: you move around at Coachella, then you don't just it's stand several, in that par- It's
1: like Afropunk, it's a festival. So there are def- different stages. Different acts at different times. Mm,
2: I anticipated going and standing in front of the Beyonce stage until it was. I mean, time. if
1: Beyonce is performing at Coachella, <laughs> what the fuck else are you doing? You know what I'm saying? She's probably gonna be okay. there at a smooth nine, but there's nothing else for you to see because That's the thing. you Beyonce, have to be there. You the know whole that day.
2: bitch is not coming out till 930 when they're gonna finally fire up the title. That's what I'm saying. I would sit just out choose there all
1: day that moment as the time where I'm like okay I'm not gonna see Beyonce up close to this time mm. but I'll be able to hear her and that's good enough Amen. Coachella to me is standing in a group of a bunch of motherfuckers and just dancing like I don't need to see the stage mm. I'll watch it on title. Mm. but again I feel like Beyonce is literally sitting not home going to be there right in her bed right now <laughs> watching Westworld and Blue walks in with an iPad like do you see what they're lying about today so I just, I need confirmation right exactly um, I think that's as good as it's getting. Cute
2: new Christmas match up, though, girl.
1: Um, Kanye West update. Apparently he's still um at the medical center. Mm-hmm. They're saying uh, on one hand, they're saying that he's not ready to go home. And then I'm also hearing that he's being kind of like he's not being compliant. Okay. Um, and they're kind of saying he's being a little bit difficult, but I mean, if you just had a sounds breakdown. Sounds like Kanye. Yeah. Kind of sounds like, especially if what they're saying is true and that they literally had the, you know, the forty forty club hold, whatever the fuck that is called. I hate you. Or <laughs> they're like, like, girl, you're coming with us. The
2: psych hold or whatever. Yeah.
1: So I can imagine Maybe Kanye it's for the like, best. <laughs> I'm sure... That it is. <laughs>
2: Maybe it's for the best.
1: And I'm hoping that this is one of those situations where, you know, he can really get the help and realize that he needs help in whatever capacity that he does and come out of it on the other end and be like, I needed that. I'm back. Everything is all right. I actually hate Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like,. I'm I would love that to hear
2: would that. I would love to hear that. The
1: case because some people, you know, they have these breakdowns. They go in and they give them some apple juice or whatever, and talk to them for an hour, and then they send them out, and they're staying. You know, they're still breaking down.
2: Your girl Amanda, though, she's straightened up. Yeah, after I mean, she set that fire in somebody's driveway, My they had came to have been like, like, "Nah, you
1: are not coming out of this room, yeah, until you agree." To talk to us, and
2: maybe that's what they're gonna do with Kanye. Like my nigga, if we have to sit here like three year olds all day, then that's fine. But we're gonna make you talk about your fucking feelings. Like you're not leaving this room until you talk about your fucking feelings.
1: Um, I read that his dad came out to visit him, and I Whoa, haven't heard anything about his dad. Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, no, I ain't heard nothing Donda about. Donda
1: had to have been intimate with someone's create Kanye West. I had I was to. Like, he has a
2: dad. My God. Oh, I ain't heard mention of that nigga in a long time i think low-key i thought his daddy had died
1: Hmm. i just never thought about him i mean that's because for what he only ever talks about his mom right so anyway so his dad i guess lives in maryland and came out to go visit him or whatever and make sure he was okay and encourage him and stuff which is dope and then i guess his half brother was there too and his brother said that he's traumatized from his wife being robbed Which I kind of felt like that probably had a bit to do with him being, like, really on edge ever since it happened. So I'm not surprised. Kanye has always very clearly had, you know, issues with being stable and, you know what I'm saying expressing his feel, his feelings in a long way because both of us, you know what I'm saying, you we can't say that we ain't never sat back and been like, yeah, that nigga sounds wild right now, but he's telling the truth. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Because he's had so many moments where it would be like, okay, I don't know exactly where you're going with this, but every like, write it out. Every 15 words or so, I'd be like, yup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And then eventually it was just like, As, okay, okay, we can not do this. No you're more. talking about now. Right.
2: I mean, that's the way it shook out with Kanye, but that doesn't mean that he cannot be helped. So I'm hoping that he's in a place now where he realizes that, you know, maybe this nice hospital with these kind, soft spoken white people and their medicated dosages of whatever like maybe this is just the the best place for you right now right with everything that kim went through he probably did feel like you know he had a target on his back or he was next or just the stress of knowing that your wife was robbed at fucking gunpoint and anything not only happened. that
1: like your wife was robbed and you weren't there to like protect her or nothing like that oh, but it it's like you too. your kids you know what i'm saying yeah. like the fact that anybody would target your immediate family like that mm-hmm. your wife and your babies or whatever like it just puts I can't imagine. Like, you know, it has to turn the entire world upside down or whatever. So, girl, again, get it. Get that help. Call Oprah up. I'm sure that she wouldn't even tape it for own. But she has <laughs> to let you stay in her at your her enchanted cottage. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's she open. would be willing. It's open.
2: Stemming can move out. He could go... Steppy could go up to the big house for a couple weeks. Yeah. Y'all could come in the Enchanted Cottage. I know them unicorns relax. are
1: tired of seeing Stanman's ass out here. Like, my nigga, can you ever go to the main house? <laughs> you know, so I feel like they would be willing to have you come out there listen mm-hmm. to my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Have you actually meet a griffin, like a real phoenix yeah, or whatever bird not? that was. Yeah, Oprah got some. Of course. She's got everything. Of course. Um, it's like Skyrim back there. So you could just go, you know, I feel like, and, and chill out. We want our Kanye back. We want... Even with your very, very odd clothing. I'll take it. I'll take your odd clothing. I'll take your white family. We just want want you to come back out here, not say detrimental shit to the black community, and make music and have fun and smile. That's all we want. Put on a polo and a backpack for nostalgia and just oh, be happy. No. That's it. That's, that's it. That's
2: right. We wish Kanye, the like, I think we both genuinely want Kanye to be happy and I healthy. Do, yes. It's just, you
1: he's given us
2: so many th- times to drag the shit out of him. I mean, we had a whole episode called Kanye. Shut the fuck up.
1: Like that, that was the name. He of- has
2: given us so much to say, but we don't want bad things to happen to him at the same time. Like we do actually want you to be healthy, my nigga. So I hope that's where you end up getting.
1: There are so many celebrities that I've, I believe, like, the addiction or, like, the dark side of fame hasn't really touched them. Like, Mm -hmm. all these little reality show girls who out here just acting a fool to act a fool, they're just a fool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have, like, the pressure... And the eyes and attention on you that people like Kanye West, Beyonce, Rihanna, Drake, whoever, all these motherfuckers have. So when they have very clear mental health breakdowns, a part of me is like, all right, I get it and I hope you get better. But at the same time, be the fuck careful
2: right cause what if Kanye gets better and comes down? he's like I wish I hadn't said it like that but I definitely would have voted for Donald Trump I think he's just <laughs> the bee's
1: knees you have no way to know right you know what I'm saying so so don't get your hopes up like
2: oh he's in therapy he's gonna be alright we right. We're gonna get George Bush doesn't care about black people Kanye back mm.
1: cause again, look at Cam so Newton you roll nigga Cam Newton's not out here oh, you know what I'm saying and Cam like,
2: Newton was black at one point like blackity black black,
1: black uh, or and oh, black, man. black, black. Had an ebony cover and everything. My sleep mode MacBook screen, black, black, <laughs> black as fuck, black. He was. So was uh Kanye. And many of the things that he said, so was Wayne. And then all of a sudden they get frustrated, like I've said on here before. And then it's like, Negroes? Mm-hmm. Don't know those Negroes. Right. No.
2: <laughs> like Black Lives Matter. Sounds like a terrorist real. group to me.
1: I am so wealthy. <laughs> Racism does not exist. I don't know we what you're talking about. White talk kids about in
2: it. my White kids ask me to sign a football every Sunday. Ain't no right. such thing as racism. You
1: know what I'm saying? If it was somebody who... God forbid, because I like his album, but it's just the first name that came to me was 21 Savage. If 21 Savage came out of nowhere, it was like, man, fuck all this bullshit. Niggas need to da 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 I would be like... All right, cool nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that nigga. You ain't been here long. I wouldn't even be confused or have an issue writing that person off. It's different when I have followed your career and I'm a fan of it. And even if I wasn't, if I know that you have said the opposite Mm -hmm. many times before and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey, here. It's like, what? Because you make people like you for that. Like, you'll gain fans that you may not have otherwise really had buy those types of things people will come out and support you or buy your album or be like oh let me go ahead and check Definitely. this out or whatever just for saying things that they feel like matters to them so then to be you know at a concert or watching a concert and have that same person turn around and be like actually fuck that <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. all right negro please go get whatever it is that you need have them bring you all the blow pops Whatever it is, it's gonna make you feel better because this this can't work. But these
2: niggas be wanting it both ways. Like they want to come out here and say whatever stank horrible shit they want to, and then they still want black people to back them up and support them and keep their career going. That's a like, a Complicated girl, place
1: to put us in. We're not.
2: We're not. We're just not gonna do that. Like, I can't take my money back from Wayne or Kanye or you know Cam Newton whatever few dollars I may have slid his way but I ain't got to support your ass from here on out neither you come out here talking about black lives don't matter and you don't understand why black people is protesting and all this shit I just don't have nothing else for you that's all I can do at that point is cut you off as far as my support is concerned so
1: but I will wish you the best. Absolutely. If I have respected you at one point, or if <laughs> I, don't I don't wish you Bye, the best,
2: girl. I'm not gonna wish you poor mental health. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs>
1: be like, oh, hey, girl, you know.
2: I might just wish for you to be bored every day for the rest of your life, but not in poor mental health.
1: Being bored for every every day for the rest of your life, one's bittersweet.
2: I mean, on one hand. Nothing bad happens. It's not so quiet. Right. And safe. It's peaceful, right. Yeah. But on the other it's literally quiet, safe, and peaceful every day. It's <laughs> much, maybe it's, it's like your threshold for boredom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Why it depends on how much hate? shit you've gone through in your life. If you've had 25 years of bad days, you might <laughs> be like, you know what? I could ride out bored. Right. Bored is fine.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Give me bored. That's right. Give me
2: stable. Give me houses in the suburbs. That's
1: fine. You know who could probably really would love to be bored for, like, the rest of her days? Bill wife.
2: Oh, my God. She probably...
1: You know, I'm bored.
2: Camille. I'm
1: gonna stay. I feel
2: like she probably waiting on the rest of his body to shut down. Because I think he's officially blind. Like, I think his eyes gave up on him. Like,
1: nah, my nigga. It looks like it. I think he's officially blind They said he's working on his comeback or whatever now that, you know, whatever. And I said, well, like, does he have the time? Because... You know, then you,
2: aren't you prepping for trial? Are not there things you shouldn't be discussing right now? You know what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> and then on top of that, I feel like you have like so much work to do. If you feel like you actually could make a comeback, and I just feel like you know, like like How- Phaedra said about about Candy Mama, like you should focus on.
2: Wow. Thank you, first of all, for making this about the Housewives because I do love the show and want to talk really about. <laughs> but I also wish Bill Cosby would just chill the fuck out and not tarnish the legacy any further than what has already been well, I'm ruined.
1: Not that he should die or
2: anything like not that. Should, should die, say, but comeback should. material. Minute, don't what what like are you gonna don't seem like you have time? <laughs> you don't have nothing to say to me, Bill Cosby. Like I don't think we have no more new Bill Cosby material that I need to hear. That's just let's just ride it out. And minimize the damage from this point forward. I don't
1: even want him to be showrunner on anything.
2: I know, right? Not Let's, even executive producer. Like, I don't...
1: Let me just celebrate the things that you did Used to do. Yeah. And I still enjoy. I, I still, still have Christ my little...
2: Piece. Yeah, I still have my little The Cosby Show book that came out in, like, 1988. And it was this profile on all the actors and their characters and, and all this. You really this. didn't
1: even got to see him on A Different World, so... I'm
2: Okay. And I still... Don't let me catch No Different World Marathon... Shout out care. to Centric for all of their excellent holiday programming. Them niggas was running Amen all day. Were you and watching it? And when I tell it? you me and Kia sat up in Oh the my house.
1: god, I thought it was just me. <laughs> I was like I'm literally sitting here watching Amen <laughs> all
2: day. And the, no, but the best part was the little scrolling m- news my kid at the bottom said, "Make sure you tune in to Centric for all your Thanksgiving program. We got beans, greens, potatoes, oh, tomatoes." I did see that.
1: Oh, the black community. Yeah. Yes. That out. I'm so tired. I'm I glad said, Kia, we
2: keeping the over. TV on Centric. <laughs> we got Ooh.
1: to. We uh, let them have that one. Oh, yeah. Well, get better or get well soon and things of that nature. All right, Kanye. If nothing else, you know, an album. Will we be...
2: should have a reality show segment now that all the shows are back on where we can just talk about what happened on reality we shows. We've talked that week. about
1: this before. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Another thing Kanye has to stress out about is the fact that Tyga still ain't paying for his goddamn car. (laughs) God damn it, Tyga.
2: Y'all know Tyga ain't got no money.
1: So TMZ is not letting him, you know, live. Because they done said he's... His Ferrari's getting repoed again or something. And Mm -hmm. he's talking about TMZ's got an agenda out against him. And they've been running the same stories on him for years. Meanwhile, I'm out here winning (laughs) every day. Check the real scores. Do you have a link to them? Because I have a a couple of links to, you know, documentation about your inability to pay for this car. But at the same time, I don't really have a way to go and see anything else.
2: I mean, if we're talking about checking the numbers, I would love to see the numbers for how many copies your last album sold. Wow. Because I don't remember that. Even charting, honestly. What was that even called? What was that record
1: called? It doesn't matter because Tyga is a real house boyfriend of Calabasas, uh, and, so and that's really
2: it. Oh, okay. Here he we go. Need to work. So, as of late 2015, he sold 2,200 copies. You better work of the gold album know, 18th that's right. Dynasty." That's <laughs> So I'm going to say no, nigga. If we go back and check the receipts, the numbers, the sales, all that, it still won't add up to you having a motherfucking thing, my nigga. It still won't. We all know that little white girl and or her mama is paying your bills. Now what? It's
1: got to be
2: just just the child. And while you over here getting your Ferrari repossessed, your your baby mama slash ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, whomever, done just gave birth to her own Kardashian. So,
1: Her dream Kardashian
2: Definitely thought that was an app But still I'm sure the baby's lovely Are they done posting like Every single hour A new picture of this child on Instagram
1: I've been playing Final Fantasy 15 For almost a week now So I don't really know uh, Anything about dream Kardashian or whatever I heard that uh, the child's parents Are back together but I don't care So I really don't know what's going on with dream Kardashian I like to give babies you know their three month Uh The three-month phase of like having their their face and and things move into the position you gotta
2: air out yeah after you've been packed up in the womb it's a juicy place right and you're all folded
1: up in there exactly let them freshen up
2: it's like an air mattress you can't just pull it out after being in storage for months and expect it to look right smell right you got to give that a chance to air out i just be
1: assuming like all these motherfuckers like these celebrity ladies and be like wow for both no pictures of their babies i assume it's one of two things or both either a they don't want to do what your motherfuckers talking about their kids or asking questions about their kids and mm-hmm. that is the most sensible one to me
3: mm-hmm.
1: and or they let their baby fresh out you got to give them like a couple yeah. of months sometimes so they can you know figure out where their arms are and then let their legs actually like unfold you know how yeah. babies' legs be like like a crab claw. Yeah,
2: they like, be they come out looking like little turkeys and shit because they yeah. be folded up in there. I mean, yeah. the womb is just a bag. It's like a balloon.
1: They come out and they're crying. It's a flesh balloon. You think that we cry because we're like scared, and it's actually like a cry of relief <laughs> that you can actually move. Or like, Lord, what is all this
2: shit in my chest? Get it oh, out.
1: God, <laughs> emotions. I can breathe.
2: Exactly. Um. So, shout out to babies. Who are we talking about? I
1: don't remember. What? We were talking about the Kardashians. What? It doesn't matter. We're moving on. <laughs> Um, so apparently, uh, T.I. and his wife, Tamika, are, uh, um, subtly fighting again. Uh, They do this about three times a year. Yeah, this is not new. So, uh, there was a video that went up, uh, T.I. posted on Instagram, and it was, him sitting at a table with, I guess, his, you know, Grand Hustle friends. I think he said Fabulous was there. And Kevin Hart was there with his, uh, I think, wife. I think he got married early.
2: Oh, yeah. To that girl who's way out of his league. I don't know if they're still league. engaged.
1: <laughs> Look, Kevin Hart has everything. Yeah.
2: I mean, and can make so, you laugh. Why not?
1: He could probably be broken, and bag a girl just f- from being funny, I guess.
2: You know, I, f- I feel like short, funny niggas do always manage they're to make a way. Yeah. They ain't never really out they're of charming. But that girl... Is gorgeous and a good eight inches
1: taller than him. That's the only thing, though. Kevin Hart is is handsome or whatever, and Kevin Hart works out. He's just short, yeah, like very short, like my height. <laughs> like, actually, girl, I think I my got him. <laughs> Matter of fact,
2: so, <laughs> so she How got. How tall a, are you again Like
1: five three? Yes. Okay, he's five four.
2: Oh, oh damn! But I'm five four on a really good day. Don't let me put on some heels. Like if nigga. it's warm
1: out, right? I got some
2: boots that'll push me Them Jesus. Rihanna slides push me up an inch.
1: You gotta be funny at that fucking height. Like you just gotta <laughs> laugh. Kevin
2: Hart had no choice because he he pain. he hit his maximum height at age eleven.
1: But let me tell you something, my nigga works. He does all the time. I'm surprised he does have a wife if he ever at home to see her. Yeah. The nigga's always working. Anyway. They made some joke at some table. They were doing what did y'all call it? Dozens?
2: The dozen. We called it ranking Oh yeah Well No I don't think we called it My mom and them Called it the dozens Yeah I feel like dozens we, That's an old term We don't We don't Jesus I don't know What did we call it When we used to just Clown the shit out of each other mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. Maybe we didn't have a word for it
1: Well that's what they were doing And at some point Kevin Hart Referred to somebody As uh, Mayweather Mayweather Father face ass Nigga Or something like that but they were just going back and forth. That's what they were doing. Yeah. That's what you do. I say that, and then you say, you old cat eyebrow face ass bitch, and then you come back and you say, you old turtleneck mouth bitch, and mm-hmm. you just, whatever, yeah. That's side of that works. that's not true. Um, regardless, Kevin Hart won after that. And <laughs> maybe the next day, shortly after a video came out of Mariah Carey's Christmas party, Tiny was there, and so was Floyd Mayweather. Now, if you remember or give a shit, um, There was a moment where <laughs> T.I. swung on Floyd Mayweather. I want to say at Johnny Rocky.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <Where I've, laughs> I remember this story very vaguely. And I remember thinking, my nigga, <coughs> of all the people for you to swing on?
1: An undefeated champ?
2: The, that might not be. I mean, the nigga does not lose. <laughs> so, I'm <laughs> just saying. And hey, you another short, slight young man. <laughs> Oh, no, T.I. can't be taller than 5'7". Oh, no, he calls himself 5'9". He calls himself 5'9". He holds on hard to that 5'9".
1: Well, my good auntie Google says 5'8". So, I... So <laughs> me and T.I. are Tevin Campbell. What I that really means
2: is 5'6 and a half.
1: I... That's right. <laughs> that's
2: what that really means. That's right. And that's why he got him a bitch that's 4'10". Cause next to Tiny, you to always look tall.
1: I will have you know that Google has her right next to his height as Tamika Cardle's spouse four eleven. Oh excuse and the fuck don't out of you me. Forget it. <laughs> Jeez, this is telling everybody business. Young Jeezy is five nine, Wayne is five five.
2: These niggas is short. God Niggas is it's like meeting a Damn. nigga on the internet. They always short.
1: Benny Boom and Lil X These motherfucking directors must be out here Doing all the camera magic to make you motherfuckers Look extra tall mm-hmm. Cause I am it. Nothing but
2: tricks The next time these niggas talk about makeup You just point out these camera angles And these baseball hats Cause that's another way niggas love to lie Oh Oof. my god You niggas be so fine in the hat And then you take it off or crack them lips My god
1: I actually have a a
2: tooth tuition My god
1: Niggas be lying. Anyway, so T.I. swung on Floyd Mayweather at this thing because there were these rumors that Tiny was dating Floyd or messing with Floyd or something like that when she and T.I. were on the outs. Now, this video came up of Tiny, like I said, at the Christmas party. Floyd was there and they were dancing real close, real, real (laughs) Mm -hmm. slow.
2: You're making it hard for me. Uh,
1: okay, so, you know, this is supposed to be some sort of scandal. It didn't look like like super, Like it wasn't like inappropriate, you know? It wasn't mm-hmm. like, they were dancing close. Closer yeah. than you probably should if you have a man, but not closer than you should if you have a man that is... Cheated on you probably...
2: So many times.
1: Every month, at least, for the majority of your relationship. And like,
2: didn't stop after y'all got married.
1: Or had children. <laughs>
2: so, so... I mean, Tiny can pretty much do whatever she wants to do, as far as I'm concerned, in the context of that relationship, because everybody knows about the shit T.I. done did and the literal parade of hoes he done had come through.
1: So And the tabs that Tiny has picked up.
2: So if... Uh, Okay, not to mention all the times she held him down and raised his kids while he was in prison. And a couple
1: times she went for him.
2: <laughs> okay, so for all the sacrifices Tiny done made with her bird ass, I say, you go what? You go out Do. and fly free, girl. You, you want to fuck Floyd Mayweather's ignorant ass? You go right the fuck on her head, because who can't say nothing about it is T.I.
1: So I guess in the wake of the season finale of Insecure, these niggas were feeling themselves, I guess, and trying to give Tiny heat Man, for it. This so is all Issa's her- fault. Her best friend—I don't know if this is really her best friend—somebody with an Instagram called the Glam University, but they are very—they are actual friends. She was posting these little memes and captions um, that were thrown shade back at. T I for cheating on her mm-hmm. basically since you know They got together. Go? David and Goliath. I mean, Um the great thing about this is um Miss Glam University seems to make her own quotes and memes. Like it's not like everybody else who like finds one and then screenshots it. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, she gets in whatever app she picks the paint, <laughs> the font, sizing, and the RGB, everything. She picks it. So she posted a picture. Is that clip art? She posted a photo from TMZ of Tiny getting arrested. The funny thing, I'll get there. She posted a picture of Tiny getting into a cop car with the cuffs. And then the thing says, it's funny how much you do for a man. It's even funnier how fast he forgets. Caption says, let's be fucking clear. Now you have to keep in mind, she deleted most of these. I think she kept that one, but she deleted most of them, and Tiny liked damn near all of
2: them. Well, because where is the fucking lie?
1: Another one says, if you know your man ain't shit, and a fine man worth 800 million grabs you to dance, would you dance? Like. <laughs> then here's a video that says, be at, oh, uh, I think that somebody else posted this, but there was like a like a collage okay. of videos of T.I. and I guess bitches he slept with. Mm. Now the fucking <laughs>
2: Is Kim Kardashian in there somewhere?
1: Amen. No, she's not. Because <laughs> um, can you imagine if Atlanta had to ride in on... Please don't.
2: Please can don't. Can you just imagine? Please, Lord. God,
1: my God. No, we don't have to do that. I don't it. care what color Tiny's eyes are now. I She will gas up oh, the range. Oh, my God. And I feel like she'll do it.
2: I forgot Tiny went and got new eyes stuff. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I got used to him,
2: though. <laughs> I, I, never, to him. I haven't had to look in the face in a while, but no... They're just
1: very, very light, like right, like they're... icy.
2: And when you're that light, you need some darkness to balance it out. It just it don't look right. You just they so light is the thing. If God gave them to you, they would compliment your face, but they don't.
1: And see, this is why. And I feel like you know, I'm 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 chartering into like Wendy Williams waters when I say this. Oh no! But I feel like you know that is another. It's another reason for me to believe that Tiny has real ass insecurity issues. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you would have this nigga cheating on you this whole ass time and still be with him shooting reality shows and stuff like that trying to make it work is, you know, another example of that. Right. And niggas, I'm not even going to say T.I. specifically, but niggas who are in situations with people who have those types of insecurity and show that they will stay through you, full advantage yeah. it's not to say that they don't love or care about you or whatever but if I feel like I can put my dick wherever the fuck I want to are you still going to be at the house making me fucking Why pick not? feet and I, like right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do me girl you're and not so going to so many of anyway. y'all
2: sign up for that life I don't get it
1: like the that nigga Don's girlfriend on Black in I Chicago.
2: was trying so hard Oof. not to bring up Ashley ugly ass but so girl Ashley is
1: cute uh no Ashley's but, cute in her confessionals Mm-hmm. Still not giving it to me. Ashley her. has a really, like, she always has nice weave. I don't feel like so being mean today. I tried. An, She's been through enough.
2: All, that's the thing for all the shit Ashley has been through with Don, who y'all keep trying to tell me is fine. And I guess <laughs> maybe ooh, ooh. if he deep conditioned that beard. Oh my God. And I feel like he has yuck mouth. And I just can't. I feel mm, like he really needs a good, me. deep dental cleaning i feel like it is really and maybe a shape up with that beard something with that head i don't know but anyway all this shit that nigga done put you through had a baby with some crackhead looking ho six months now she
1: did nothing to you
2: i'm just saying what she looked like was crack adjacent okay and so yes fresh newborn on the show right now with the baby mama embarrassing the fuck out of you The nigga done gotten into some kind of trouble, I don't know what, with unpaid tickets, some kind of shit to where he's headed to jail now for 30 whole solid ass days and cannot get out of it. And then on every episode of Black Ink Chicago, he is staring at somebody's titties or fucking a stripper or doing something to embarrass the shit out of you. And yet all you can do is come on here in the confessionals and talk about how you done finally found your Prince Charming. And even though y'all done been through some shit, y'all done grown together. And even though Don done cheated on you 80,000 times, y'all getting married now. So he ain't going to disrespect marriage like that. So it'll just be fine. Okay, girl. All right. So y'all dragged y'all asses onto the DR where your marriage is not really legal anymore. I mean, you're married in the DR, but if you don't file the paperwork in America, then guess what? You're not actually married.
1: Maybe somebody told him that.
2: I mean, that wouldn't be... It would not surprise me at all if the storyline next season is that once y'all got back to America... They realized that they weren't filed. Don never wanted to go file the paperwork and sign the marriage license, and that's what she's trying to get him to do now. Like, they had the ceremony and everything, but they not married. Watch! Because that's a fuck nigga! How the nigga getting ready to marry you and fucking Dominican strippers literally the night before, girl? In the house, with your brother sitting there watching? It just... I love that show. Black Ink Crew, Chicago, it can never go off there. It's so it's good. Just,
1: it's just so fantastic. There's
2: so many people to judge. There's so many situations to feel superior about. Well, back to Tiny. Oh, damn.
1: I mean, at this point. That I'd was the reality there. show It'd break. So just do it. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Tiny. We haven't even really gotten into, like, the meat of all. Like, there's just so much fucking TV bullshit whatever so she put this montage of okay so Eve is on here right in a picture with uh T.I. it says 2005 on it and then it switches to a picture of Malika and Virginia I don't know whatever the the Chloe's ATL twins house? yes yeah. and this is 2006 and then it changes to a picture of Hoops and this is 2006 mm-hmm. then it changes to another I may have gotten the dates wrong then it changes to some girl who, I guess, modeled for King Magazine. I don't know who this is. 2007. And then it says, affair with T.I. blamed for breakup of Chinese girl group French Kiss. A, I did not know anything about this. Never heard of them. B, I have never heard of this group. C, French Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> D, you mean you had a girl group and this nigga fucks somebody in the girl group, group and broke it up? 2011. (laughs) 2012, don't know who that is, Instagram girl. 2014, rapper T.I. caught Instagram cheating. Like, her friend is the one who made this and posted it. 2016, T.I. caught creeping with known escort. Like, damn. All of this stuff. And so to me, what was funny about this is that I think that she unintentionally made her best friend look bad. Because it's like, so... (laughs) You Girl. have an annual, like, I mean, chain. you
2: might as well be sending these hoes Sound. cards. Right. They're part of the family.
1: <laughs> and, and you felt like you were going to not embarrass her by posting mm. that? well, That's true. That's true. Like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, it makes him look like a hoe or whatever, but it makes we him look knew he bad. was a hoe, like, and she knew he was a hoe.
2: We hear so many so, headlines about Ti cheating that we don't even really pay attention no more when a new one
1: comes out. I've been hearing about this nigga cheating on Tiny since I was in high school, right? Literally, before the internet and the blogs and all that. Thank you, <laughs> niggas used to just talk about it long before any of this. Niggas would be like, you know, he cheating on her, right? Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, she's been that girl from Escape, like since home room, like it's forever. So it's not even, you know what I mean. She never, yeah, was going nowhere or whatever. And so she was like, "All right, I'm gonna go and fuck with a nigga who is beyond wealthy. The nigga who literally That's true. takes a shit on a jet, just like on his jet, mm. not in a bathroom, in a gold, just, just right there, yeah, on the carpet." Somebody will f- get that. Somebody will get that. Because someone will, you know. Don't worry about that. They'll throw it out. That'll and be a new Replace it by <laughs> <Yeah>. morning. Like <laughs> More- that kind of wealth. That's where I'm at now. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. What
1: are you gonna do about that? I'm not what over the here fuck Rubber band. Man. Do? <laughs> what the fuck you gonna do? That bullshit. Yeah, so, that
2: was a horrible song. But that uh, was uh, Tiny's moment. I guess that was when she was putting Ti on notice. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what, what the, the fuck the first are lemonade? you gonna do?
1: Tiny Let's had just the put
2: first. It out there. <laughs> she did. Beyonce, we saw what you did.
1: Tang. <laughs> Brisk.
2: You know what? You gotta let Tiny have that moment. That's fine. That is. That's Tiny and her Chick Fil A lemonade, her Publix lemonade. That's
1: right. Delish.
2: <laughs> so, so good. So Very good. refreshing. So good. And so, if she wanna step out with a crazy boxer nigga and dance with him too close at Mariah Carey's too early Christmas party, then. <laughs> Let her do that. Why the fuck did Mariah Carey already have her Christmas party, bitches? Because not she what the fuck,
1: even December? <laughs> and she's filming. Is she done with that show that she was doing for E or whatever? Because it oh, would make yeah, sense yeah, if she yeah. was filming it for like TV or something. Oh yeah, it would. Um, I bet she played All I Want for Christmas is You. You know that she oh. did and had like, <laughs> you a, know she like, did. like thirteen shirtless gays singing it a cappella. Because really? Because that's what Mariah does, and that's why I love her. You
2: have to hear it at every Christmas party, but at Mariah's Christmas party, it's like this this song will sound better. Bitch,
1: I got it in Uber two and a half weeks ago when they were playing that song on the radio. I said, We haven't had to. Mariah
2: owns Christmas. That's just it. She just does. She just has it on lock, period.
1: Okay, so last thing. Hmm. Brandy received an award um, at the no, Soul Train Awards. No, I don't want to
2: do this. This is going to um,
1: hurt. What is the award called? Lady of Rage? Lady of...
2: Something soul, Jill Scott gave, gave her. Soulful Angels. Ladle. Soulful.
1: Ladle. Soul I that, wasn't
2: there for that. I wanted to see her perform.
1: Soulful Train Girls.
2: It is like the the Lady of Soul, I think. Something That's like that. That's what
1: it's called. There we go. I was close. <laughs> so, she performed a, a medley. Yes. At um at the Soul Train Awards Which, you know, prior to the show was exciting Because, you know, I've been a fan of Brandy so long You know, vocally she's amazing And it's good to see people get their roses while yeah, they're living And that sort of that's thing that's true She felt like it was the perfect time for some shade So she got up on stage And in the middle of performing the song uh, Talk About Our Love she changed the lyrics at one point I don't remember what what part of the song it was exactly because I saw this one time and I refused to ever watch it again. <laughs> oh Lord. like that part of it I mean okay but she said something she switched one of the lines to something about was it he said she said mm,
2: mm, mm, mm. Dun, 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 then your, dun, your whole
1: fan base jumps in Now the whole Gram's buzzing Some oh, shit like yeah, that Oh yeah
2: yeah yeah That is what
1: she did Something like that
2: Oh yeah And I was like Oh okay that's not the, the lyrics that I know, know Girl okay. uh-uh,
1: Come like to it. find out She talking about fucking Monica Apparently Yeah me. now that I did know after that other bullshit, I guess that I don't even remember what the first taste of Monica Shade came from. It was something about them on the.
2: It was or- the. It was well, not the very first because this has been going on for a while. But I remember it kind of blowing up and Brandy being more public about it after the So Gone challenge
1: that's what it that was that
2: took off and she was mad cause nobody was like, doing the sitting up please. in my room challenge right <laughs> that's what she was mad about what are y'all gonna do the never say never challenge right how come you not I doing, doing the best friend challenge right, <laughs> right. No <laughs> now oh, gee, that would be a good one an amazing
1: that's a great idea,
2: idea. Yeah. man it's too
1: late though she ruined it
2: right I was about to say Brandy you could have that but now nobody wants
1: best to friend it. even has a dance
2: right it even has a dance
1: Anyway, so she, you know, threw whatever little shade at Monica. Monica paid it. So then there was, um. oh, Monica is on Oprah's Where Are They Now show on OWN. Okay. And in a clip on the show, she talked about Whitney Houston being like one of her mentors. And, you know, in this moment where she had seen her ex, you know, commit suicide. You remember that? Oh yeah, like way, 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 way. I was like, yeah, before, that was that was before she was dating Young Dro. Do you remember right? That? I was about
2: to say that was before Not Monica young, Dro,
1: um, young Young
2: some rapper nigga.
1: G-Unit. I was about to
2: say that was back when Monica was still like kind of the princess of hood R and B or something, and then something traumatic happened.
1: That was, she was so like, I'm to go date
2: some niggas. That was, <laughs> that was, <so laughs> that was yeah. it.
1: Yep. She was saying, you know, how Whitney was just very good to her and called her um, a fairy godmother to many artists. That was she said. And so she told this story about how Whitney came to, like, she said one of the parts of Atlanta that people dare not walk through or something like that, came to see her and ask how she was doing and that whole thing. So that was really sweet. Brandy hopped her ass on Instagram, posts a very lovely and iconic photo of Whitney with the caption I'm not going to read in its its entirety. She says, everybody wanted what we had slash have. And I am blessed enough to have been your friend slash fairy goddaughter or hashtag fairy goddaughter and make history with you as my hashtag fairy godmother and now you're my angel and then passive-aggressive passive-aggressive i love you uh so many people liked my performance at the soul train awards i think you would have too i did i thought it was good
2: i enjoyed it but this, this is so stupid it is first of all <laughs> let's stop calling fairy godmother and daughter to people who actually exist like Fairy godmothers are fairies.
1: They don't. They're not real. They're fairies. <laughs> I figured. They because she was a life. <laughs> fairy godmother. I get it. In that but like, I get it. Like, but I mean, people but for Brenda to call
2: herself the fairy goddaughter is like. So are you under the impression that you are also
1: like? You took it too far. <laughs> <laughs> like, like. like you you're like you mean it you know
2: but here's the thing Brandy we've all seen the clips first of all y'all did a whole fucking movie together we've all seen the clips of you and Whitney and Whitney gazing into your eyes and talking about how you were just everything and she basically passed the torch directly to you and anointed you herself we all know that
1: it's not a secret so
2: for you to try to shit on Monica's little moment where she was like (laughs) you know Whitney was nice to me and Whitney was nice to a lot of other people like for you to right for you to come through and be like oh well, she was the nicest tummy like
1: not even she said everybody wanted what we had. my
2: like, god start, fuck it <laughs> can I just say that she was nice to me like, I mean does Brandy get offended when anybody else cites Whitney as an inspiration Do you- or like a great help in their no. life or career because, bitch, Monica. you get mad at everybody. That's right. Monica, exactly.
1: exactly. Because there's no like she couldn't possibly believe that she is the only female vocalist, even in her age range. Right? That Whitney Houston mentored Older, her was very younger. nice too. Right.
2: Come the fuck on, Brandi. it's because it's
1: Monica. And like we said before, when we were talking about the other thing, girl, mm-hmm. whatever it is, just come out and say
2: yes because you're don't making get yourself this. look baddie. You're insecure as shit, girl. It don't make no sense. People who are actually confident in the relationship they had with that person would just see something like that and not feel no type of way about it at all because they understand, you know, the person I loved had a lot of influence on others. Or if you did feel a way, you would cackle about that to yourself. I'd be like, right. like girl, child, now, me and Whitney please. used to talk so much shit about this girl, but okay, bitch. Right. <laughs> like, we used to sit right here and eat Rotel and talk about how your album was garbage or whatever. Like That would be something else. But for you to put on this whole show for the internet's sake is like, you just sound, you just seem really desperate. Like, you really want everybody to know that you're the favorite or you're he- the best. Yes. just
1: got a bomb award not just because you, were for just some shit you just did you were just honored for like your career like mm-hmm. your whole a- being here doing what you do so to me to then like let whatever weird insecurity or animosity you have towards somebody who is
2: paying it that's the thing monica is being so nice about this whole thing like she is staying the fuck out of it like did she beat your ass the second time? Because you know
1: Monica said that she did punch yeah, I mean,
2: and again, Monica being the way she is, I do not doubt it. And Monica was safe for a minute, but right. And so I feel like, you know, she don't want to have to go back into the old Monica.
1: She even has gotten on Instagram since this happened and said, you know, she is a vocal beast and, you know, she earned the the spotlight that she got and this doesn't need to happen. And I wish her nothing but the best. Still being a class Fucking acts, no sister acts. But that's exactly the way to play it. Until
2: Brandy comes out with some, I'm not doing that with you. Until Brandy comes out with some receipts, like this is what Monica did and she did that X Y Z and her. No kidding, play, girl. Don't nobody just stop this because it just looks really childish and dumb.
1: The way that she's behaving, it just. It seems like that girl did something to you for you to still be holding on to this. Mm-hmm. So, girl, you might as well just say what it but is. But she didn't Everybody's take your career
2: you. or something. Monica wasn't crazy, more successful than you or anything like that. Like Monica y'all, is basically, happy. Monica is simply happy. Where I think Brandy is trying to figure out why she didn't pop in a bigger way.
1: That's all it because is. because
2: she has that undeniable voice, and we all know it. But. The voice is not enough to sustain a whole career, girl. And, and whatever she's problems, right? You're frustrated or whatever. And Kia, see, Kia put provided a lot of context for me because she said she saw Brandy at the Fillmore in DC whenever she was there.
1: Yeah, she told me about that. And that it
2: was like a crowd full of thirty somethings who want to hear like the old shit, you know, like Never Say Never and older. And Brandy out here trying to like pop lock and do do on the beat, do that and, Chris beat
1: and brown, right? Chris and do brown it right, do
2: it, did. put it down and shit. And it's like
1: we don't.
2: You don't care. need. You don't need nan choreography. You ain't need no, We want no lights. You don't even hardly need no dancers. You could, honestly, pull in Adele and just perch your ass could. on the stool. Could.
1: She could do that. Could
2: You could do it I and give us P. a F. great F. show. Right, I mean, I'm not, her performance at the Soul Train Awards, I guess, that took me back. She did, when she got into baby and all that, I said, like, oh my God, you niggas don't understand. I used to want a white bomber jacket so bad so I could be like Brandy in that video. I, <laughs> I wanted it so bad so it's not like right it's not like she can't dance or even entertain but the voice is what we hear for yeah and the 20 somethings the snapchat crowd is not flooding your your theaters girl right it's everybody who grew up in the 80s and 90s with your ass who's listening to you and still rocking with and you and maybe so. that's the part
1: of the problem is that she musically is trying to tap into that audience and i guess keep up with them or whatever because but
2: these kids got their own artists to listen to they don't right, exactly. they, they mama artists, they older, aint cousin artists.
1: But those those types of artists who sing soulful, like, have soulful voices and sing, like, real-ass R&B and mm. don't really make the effort to give little kids the shit they love, they don't tap into that mainstream artist and be performing live at the Grammys and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. some of them do. Don't yeah. get me wrong or whatever. But first most artists or whatever it's not like you're gonna pop off and be this huge global star right. singing the
2: vast majority of you.
1: most of them that's not gonna happen for and I think that Brandy just feels like she should have more than she does or whatever given the amount of talent that she does that she has mm-hmm. and I agree you know what I'm saying but again it's no reason to take that shit out on other people or just mm-hmm. be shady or like just behave weirdly because you're frustrated I get it but this only makes you look bad especially I, I, since Monica ain't saying Shoot. I
2: really want to know what the fuck happened. I, I do too. Like I'm tired of uh, next time Brandy get on Instagram, she needs to just tell us what the fuck happened. Right. Stop taking shots, stop throwing shade, stop changing lyrics and being subliminals and passive aggressive and all just tell us what the fuck she did, bitch, so we can pick a side. Cuz this is tired. I'm tired of this. How long can you all go back go back and forth with this shit? Like
1: I mean, okay, bitch, we get it. You mad at her. What did she do? When when Ray J's bringing Sonia the bigger checks then Oh god And do you know that Sonia left the comment Talking about Did you see
2: her Showing out at the Soul Train Awards Doing all that Hollering and shit
1: Ugh She said Stop this She said "Uh, No Whitney was not Everybody's godmother I was there I know And you had on that Same wig when you Were there (laughs) Her whole life
2: At no point over The past 20 years Has Sonia decided It's time to upgrade This wig Never. But also, bitch, how are you gonna tell us who all Whitney was a godmother?
1: Like, girl, what? And she you didn't wasn't say Whitney Houston's was personal assistant or nothing. Like she said, fairy godmother. She didn't say like, oh, you know, she was there when I was born, <laughs> and her and my mama used to drink. And she tea. right?
2: She took me to Bible school and all that. She's just saying, like, more like a figurehead than anything else. Like Whitney right. Houston, this icon, you know, was very kind to me and sweet and supportive. Whatever else, and your daughter clearly had a closer relationship. And that's fine. Monica didn't even insinuate that. <laughs> like, at all. She didn't come out and be like, well, truly, what the girls don't know is that Whitney handpicked me. Right. And we had sleepovers all the time. And we would talk about girl things. She used like,
1: to always tell me how much she we would hated go to the Malisha. She thought that I I still know what you did last summer was a waste of time. And she really hated it. She would really glue my tracks
2: in. Right. It's not like that. Like, Monica seems perfectly happy with the amount of success she's had. And maybe that's because Monica gets to be in Atlanta where she's the. Princess. Maybe so. We've heard Nobody about... gives a shit about brandy in LA. Not not the way Atlanta would cater to or even just be in reverence of Monica. Atlanta it's a lot harder to be a star a in LA. City. It is, it is. Atlanta takes care of their, their own. own. They period. do. They hold yes. down for their own period.
1: I feel like that's one city in the whole ass country. That is like a shining example of that. I've said before, you could be a celebrity in Atlanta and go right outside the city limits and don't nobody else. That's know who right. You are. That's right. Like a big big star celebrity, big star in Atlanta,
2: big star taking lots of selfies for at
1: years. <laughs> and as soon as you step out of that city, people are like, "Girl, who? Get your ass in the back of the line." That's real. So it
2: happens. So maybe that's it. Because in L. A. Uh, they just waiting on somebody to replace your ass with, and maybe that has something to do with it. But brandy has got to get the hell over it. This is
1: you're awesome, girl. Like you just you're you great. have your
2: There's- own talent. They and they had. A whole video of your peers up here talking about how great you right. are. What else do you need? Like,
1: you shouldn't even be pressed on anything going on in Monica's life. Oh. Period. Like, nothing. Nothing that Monica is doing right now or has even done Raising no shade to baby. her. Right. It's like, there. there's nothing going on over there, I feel like, that should be antagonizing you or making you feel like, I need to go do this. You're literally being right. celebrated right All now for having time. a career that is like... It just—I don't know where this is coming from, but I hope that she feels better. You know, Zoe Moon didn't do great,
2: or at least you know, take it off. Just take these feelings off the internet. Just take them off the internet.
1: Oh, and then put them where in the lap of of (laughs) princess love. My God!
2: Oh yes, your sister-in-law. Call your sister-in-law. Her good. She know a whole lot about feeling inadequate and making bad decisions. (laughs) Reacting. She know all about that shit. Living
1: with her consequences after she made the wrong. Talking about
2: she need a prenup. To protect her, her line of weave. And our princess love temporary tattoos. Okay,
1: so our let's just do a reality show episode because it's like yeah, at let's this do point, that. this is ridiculous. You need to do what? Girl, bye. We'll make a you list. You went and decided you wanted to get that prenup <laughs> to try and bring back a little bit of that, that strength and try and tap that confidence back to where you thought it would be <laughs> right. after they snatched that rug out from underneath your, your leg you thought. and reminded you that you ain't have shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all that that was. That's really it. So yeah,
2: I'm we'll really make a nice. list of all the shows what we're going to talk about and just do a big-ass reality I just reality have a team?
1: line of, you know, snap bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> you remember those bracelets you slapped on? Yeah. Like, uh, what were they rem- called?
2: They were called slap bracelets. Sl- and I, just, I used to beat the shit out of people
1: with them oh, bracelets. So, let's bring <laughs> those <notes> back. <laughs> was everything. I, my princess love hair Okay, well, that's it.
2: All right, let's take a break. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, Good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring, so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away.
1: So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmerger to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. so we are back and it is now time for listener letters
2: it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we may just read them aloud on the show hmm a lot of people have been emailing us saying I don't want Kiffy to be grossed out <laughs> by my question.
1: and then just ask a professional <laughs> like what? ask your your physician
2: uh but there is a question in here that I did not understand um. That I thought maybe had something to do. Oh, here we go. Yes, it's about Mafia Three. And somebody said, Am I racist? Because I don't want the white people in the game to have any rackets. I give all of mine to Cassandra, the Haitian woman.
1: <laughs> Yo, okay. So let me think. I, I don't know what rackets are. So, like racketeering. Do, oh, so <laughs> in the game, you're going around, <laughs> you're going around, and you basically. Like I said, it's a revenge story. So you're trying to take over the city and get revenge on... I don't remember what exactly the main bad guy's title is. I don't know if he's mayor or whatever the town. But he's crooked and white and racist and he fucked over the main character. Okay. So individually, you're going around to these different districts and you're taking these rackets. Like there's a drug racket, there's a sex one, there's like gambling and stuff like that. You kill all the fucking racist whites that are that are like operating it and then nice. you take the mon- possession of it. Oh, But you have three people in the game that help you. One of them is an Irish white man. One of them is like an Italian white man. And one of them is a Haitian woman. And they're all gangsters with their own gangs. When you give one of them a racket, you get bonuses based on what they do, right? So you're supposed to, like the smart thing to do is to to divide them out equally because you have three three partners or whatever (laughs) and there's six districts so you could give each of them two and it will help you in the long run I won't say why However, she said, "I nah, fuck that." I thought to do the same thing too. I was like, "I ain't giving these white people no goddamn prize." Fuck that, black. This is yours. Come get all this shit. But there are stuff that the other two will give you if you give them rackets that are really helpful. So I wouldn't play like that.
2: She if said you she's not to. doing that. I don't she care. Cassandra can fine. have that them all. Okay, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fine. I thought you were going around collecting tennis rackets. No. I said What the fuck kind of prize is like a districts. racket?
1: <laughs> that is hilarious she was like no and I thought like I wonder how many people are doing that exact same thing and they will talk when you give <laughs> you sit down for meetings they will talk about the decision that you made so if you keep giving the same person one thing the other two will be like oh so bitch <laughs> like they will like go off on so they probably you. have an attitude I'm yes. like, like, so you just
2: gonna give Cassandra
1: and she'll turn back and be like now nah, y'all don't even need to be mad like why are you acting <laughs> like that it's so funny oh
2: I gotta play this game
1: man I should play it again a second time and just give it to her and see what the, what the outcome is. Because that has got to be funny.
2: All right. Well, our first real question this week comes from Imani, who says...
1: Come on, our first real question.
2: Because, <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, not that that's not a, a real question. question,
1: question. That we both can answer. Sure.
2: I wasn't counting that as an actual question because <laughs> it was it. so short. But anyway, <laughs> I hate uh, you. Imani says, I've been dating my boyfriend for a year and a half now. Break up with him. I mean, basically, but we're in our early 20s, so we're nowhere near being booed up for life. But things have been going well, except one thing. As we've dated, I've grown closer with his family. I love his mother and sisters with all my heart, and I truly believe that they deserve better. One of his sisters suffers from mood swings due to brain damage from a car accident she was in a few years ago. My boyfriend has not forgiven her for causing the car accident and the resulting havoc it has caused in her life. He purposely agitates her. Okay go ahead His sister was in a car accident It was yeah, her own fault
1: bl- He hasn't forgiven her
2: He has not forgiven her For causing the car accident Where Even though she him? Well apparently it's caused a- I'm getting there. Okay Okay Yeah So but yeah He purposely agitates her And constantly says Very foul things Like all you're good for Is being dumb And getting hit by cars Wow Because of her mood swings And wow. brain trauma After wow. he makes her mad She often storms off Or breaks something Or tries to hurt herself Or someone else Wow <clears throat> These incidents Only make things worse For his mother Who has had had to deal with everything herself since he clearly doesn't help out. So his sister was in this car accident and now she's unable to
1: work and all that. So you shiftless and an asshole.
2: By the way, his mother's divorced and supporting them all on a teacher's salary and he doesn't even take out the trash without her asking him five times in a
1: row. Right?
2: We often spend the weekend with his family so I frequently get a front row seat to his foolishness. His constant nastiness towards his sister and reluctance to help his mother is making me think less and less
1: of him. Wow. Am
2: I wrong for letting this color my perception of him? What would y'all do in this situation? Love you and thank you so much.
1: I'm just gonna breeze right through this, sweetheart. You sound way too intelligent to even be entertaining the idea of still being with this nigga I don't know what kind of dick he has I understand that it can be hypnotic and it can you know lead you to if he's that young he probably don't really
2: know what he's doing with it
1: you would be surprised you
2: right I would early 20s I feel like you just got that stick and you
1: going crazy with it you don't know what you're doing with it. I mean when what I mean I haven't operated mine that many times (laughs) in that manner okay you know what it we has happened, this. but it is not <laughs> frequent. However, early 20s is when you fucking like rabbits. That's true. And if you think these little early, tw- early 20s, but these little fast-ass high school students are out here fucking like power. so
2: mm, Fucking, yeah.
1: I mean. I'm sure. But fucking well is something else. <laughs> Out. I mean, but if you're also in your early 20s, you may not even know. Right. These girls who are 50-something years old. You might be, be like, into it. We can have orgasms too. Like, <laughs> oh, God. It's so sad. Oh, that is sad. So she may not even know. I'm just saying I don't know what it is about him that you find endearing or sweet or whatever because the person that you just described sounds like not only a lazy fuck nigga, right. but a disgusting a disgrace for a human being as well. Your sister, whether she caused, I mean, his sister, whether she caused the accident or not suffered from actual ass brain Mm -hmm. damage that will affect her mentally forever right and he knows this and still antagon so you didn't tell me what about this has affected him
2: i guess it's his the (laughs) the fact that his sister has been in this accident means that she's from what i got from the email that she sent in means that she's incapable of working and so it's had an effect on all their life or like his mom their mama has had to take extra time right no he's not doing anything other than being in school okay so a
1: rational reason
2: oh niggas never have a good reason for anything thought so great so I can continue no there's no good reason for this
1: so he's just a dick to her to be a dick to her right when he is not the one who is suffering from what she is suffering from and the fact that you have even confirmed that him saying that type of stuff makes her want to hurt herself and bring break things like that like she has a very dangerous reaction to the way that he acts and he still does what the fuck are you still dating this nigga for and if anything you should be sneaking in there at you know all hours of the night with his mama and his sister and coming up with a game plan of whooping his ass the next morning at daybreak like I don't understand what the confusion is you staying with this nigga after he acts like that actually makes you look a fool Mm -hmm. because that's an asshole like your sister my nigga And you don't even work? So what the fuck are you mad for? I mean... You should be going out and getting a job so you can take care of your mama and her. Get the fuck out of here. That nigga could die with Lawrence and Tasha. Right. So this
2: is one of those situations where even if your man don't treat you wrong, you have to look at the way he acts in the bigger picture and make your decision based off that, girl. You and your man could be having a great time together, and you just love hanging out. And he treats you just just so wonderfully, girl. Thank you. But look at how he treats his own damn mama and sister.
1: His... The two biggest, baddest women in his life. The people, mm-hmm. if anybody, if no one else. And he should be holding should nobody else
2: down. Right. Your sister. Wow. I mean, and your sister was in a car accident that was her own fault. Yes, but she still suffers. Like, she- how do you. I wouldn't make fun of somebody for being in a car accident if they didn't walk away 100% okay from that. And even then, they still might be totally traumatized from right. being an accident. Right,
1: you know what I'm saying? So it's just
2: a real dickhead thing to make fun you of somebody. You act like she for. killed
1: y'all's mama in the car or something. Like right. I'm just waiting for like the fallout from this. The yeah, no, it really everything.
2: wasn't. There's no real explanation for so the you're way just he an acts. Asshole. Yeah, pretty much. I
1: mean, like you said, hmm. um, you just made an excellent point, which is that somebody can treat you like an angel, but their character is. Still on full display when, you know, based on the way that they treat other people. So he could be super sweet to you and you don't have a single complaint in the world when it comes to y'all's relationship. But the way that he treats his sister and his mom and himself to be honest with you mm. is a shining testament to who he is person right. so you have to take that into consideration too it don't matter if he's super nice to you if he a dickhead to his sister for causing her own brain damage in a car she was driving what the fuck you think he'll do to you if you do some shit he don't like
2: well because he sounds very unforgiving of people making mistakes and if you can't forgive your own sister when she's the only person like really dealing with the the fallout of the accident, that says a lot to me.
1: You don't have anything to forgive her. Like I mean, she doesn't have yeah. Any forgive reason is the wrong word. You. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? She doesn't. It's the wrong word. You know what I'm saying? The only person who should be offering forgiveness in this scenario is the sister. And if she never finds it, I wouldn't blame her. Because, uh, what? That's some really gross shit to
2: say. right? And then to be like, that's all you're good for? Like, really, my nigga? That just, it crosses the lines of what is even remotely decent. Now, he's lazy at home and doesn't want to help out. I would love to say he's probably just going to grow out of that. But lots of niggas are lazy around the house because nobody ever really forces them to be clean or participate in chores. That's something that I would say, you know, maybe he'll grow out of it or that's something that he will just learn to do better about. But being hateful towards his sister, well... I I say that because I remember being in my late teens, early 20s and not wanting to help my mama with shit around the house. But my mama also wasn't under the amount of stress that this 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 niggas mom is under. Like my mama wasn't supporting no household full of people on one salary. So but that whole situation, I'm saying I could have maybe looked past it maybe or said, you know there's something that can be worked with as far as that's concerned, like not wanting to do chores and shit. But him being hateful like that towards his sister is completely Without reason. Like, it's just, that is so fucked
1: up. It could be if, like, like I said, if it was, if it was the same situation under, like, way more tragic circumstances, although the story is tragic in itself, but let's say, like, somebody lost their life or something because of her or something like that, it would still be oh fucked up God. the way that he's behaving or whatever. Right. But I feel like it would be... M- I would understand more if it was like this is really complicated and I don't know what to do. And my answer in that situation would simply be for you to stay the fuck out of it. However, he's just being a dick to be a dick for no fucking reason to somebody that he should really be protecting and mm-hmm. showing love to. And if you feel like like if you feel like watching the way he expresses love in that manner and it's just cool and you gonna stay with him if and when some terrible shit happens between the two of y'all yeah. and you know what I'm saying you can't say you didn't see it coming or that you're surprised or shocked or anything like that because he's showing you now that he's a dickhead so
2: gross that is just your own sister my nigga I can't I know niggas be getting into it with their siblings but
1: it's not even like you Terry from fucking Soul Food or you know one of these other oh, fucking Lord. characters oh, who be like I bring home all of this bacon I've gone to all of these, these years Of school and things like that, and here y'all are, and you, everybody still hated Terry. Like so, (laughs)
3: like
1: (laughs) straighten up, fly right, bitch. Uh
2: Mess. Uh Let us know how it goes. But at this point in my life, I think I would be more inclined to break up with him and be friends with his sister than
1: anything else. I was gonna say that. Like and niggas
2: ain't even. Hey, Hey. oh niggas hate
1: when you keep hanging out with their family after you break up. Oh, my God. Especially if their family loves you. Oh, yeah, it's the least favorite. anybody from in the future, that mom and <laughs> sister are like, I don't even know why Mm-mm. you bring this bitch I don't even here. know. She
2: don't do nothing like Shantae. This bitch smell funny. Where is Shantae at? Call Shantae real quick. <laughs> Let's see where Shantae is at. In the
1: kitchen cooking. She don't ask if she can help. Mm. Shantae hey.
2: never came in my house empty-handed. mm Mm. Shantae used to load the dishwasher
1: Mind you Katrina's sitting on the couch <laughs> Hearing embarrassed, this, Like out loud <laughs> Never had these issues with Shantae She took her shoes off as she came to the door mm, I'm, I'm just saying, saying you I'm know, just
2: saying you Everybody know, do what they want She's nice or whatever You know everybody raised different I'm you just know, saying Shantae, Shantae came in, in this training. house And Shantae used to pack up leftovers And put them in the icebox Is what I mean, I'm no, saying just, She ain't fixed no saying. three plates take know, him out to the car is all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because that's some shit that families do. So, but anyway, um, good luck to you and his mother and sister. Let I us know how it goes. I knew saying break
1: up with him was a good... I just, you yeah, know, you knew
2: from the beginning. Yeah. Our next question comes from Tim, who says, My sister's pregnant with twins. Congrats. She's 27 years old and just moved back to our mother's house where I also live. Okay. Tim's 19. Mm-hmm. My sister has a two year old son who is a great kid, but his father is not in his life at all, and I'm basically his father figure as his uncle. It seems like the twins' father won't be around either. I gave you that background info because lately I've been noticing that my sister is really aggressively aggressively homophobic towards her toddler son. Whenever he cries or has a fit.
3: Bad to worse.
2: Yeah. Whenever he cries or has a fit, she starts calling him a sissy and saying I don't want him to grow up and turn gay. And this shit has started to eat at me. I don't want my nephew to grow up passively hating his mother because of her attitude. And I don't want him to become a homophobe out of his frustration and the insecurity that she's building up inside of him now. How can I try to tell her that these things are wrong and get her to stop? She's always been my older sister and kind of a bully, but I don't want this to continue for my nephew's sake. And I think you guys could tell me how to do it in a way that could go over well. Please help. Thanks, Tim. Tim mentions that he is a straight 19-year-old black male.
1: Good for you. So, Tim, I'm going to say this. You know, I'm operating under the assumption here that your uh, sister has two baby daddies. Yes, she does. Great. Perfect. This is going to be great. So, I would probably uh, calmly express to your sister a few things. First of all, if her child is gay, there is literally nothing that she's going to do or say that is going to change that ever, 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 mm-hmm. ever, <laughs> ever in life. There's nothing that she's going to say. No, nope. Ever. It's not going to happen. Ever. All that she will do um, by expressing herself the way that she has been doing that will um, probably, like you said force him to resent her mm-hmm. and hate her and not have a relationship with her once he gets old enough uh, to go and do his own thing or it will you know assuming that he even is gay you know what i'm saying because he's two because he is a baby <laughs> and he likes nothing but fruit sex like, <laughs> i'm sure not
2: sexually attracted to anything at this that stage. baby
1: likes chewy spree and that is <laughs> simply All he cares about. And
2: TV. Where is Peppa Pig?
1: That is is all uh, I'm looking uh, for. Peppa Pig is pink. So let's not try it. (laughs) Oh, 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 God. Ah. So, uh, you know... uh, I just, okay, so you have that side of things. You also have the side of things where if he even is gay Mm -hmm. that he will lock himself into this world of shame and, you know, end up being DL, learning shit on the streets. And these niggas out on the streets who've been doing it their whole lives or been, you know, got a couple of years head start on them. Not all making the greatest, you know, decisions in terms of the way that they decide to get down sexually and stuff. It just leads to a very dangerous place and so what she needs to do as a mother if she actually loves her son is put aside her bigotry and her ignorance and just love her son regardless of what happens because if she continues to behave that way it ain't gonna help her son in any way at all and even if he ain't gay she's just gonna teach him to be homophobic and then go and do that shit to somebody else and fuck up their life and fuck up their confidence you know what I'm saying fuck up their growth Mm -hmm. and progression and, and self love and stuff like that so basically she's acting the fucking ass and she needs to change that shit if she actually loves her kids and if she has an issue with any of that you can simply remind her that yes her son is two and is thinking of nothing and nobody sexually meanwhile she got two baby daddies who ain't even there to take care of them and she gotta do it by herself so the only front door that she need to be sweeping in front of is hers cuz her kids don't even have a front door yet they in her house. I mean, so make sure that your shit is clean so that they can grow up clean and worry about that shit. And if you have an issue actually saying this, you can play this right for her as a, <laughs> I will tell her live and direct. I'll have an issue with You're it. You going to talk to her right now. I, you can <laughs> Hello, play <young> lady. This
2: <laughs> We talking to for you, for
1: <laughs> Yourself. I'm talking to you. Don't nobody care about none of that shit. And furthermore, I'm sure you wouldn't have no problem having a gay man get your hair together, get your shoes together, get your jackets and shit together so you can get dick from a nigga who ain't going to take care of your kids. Oh, damn. But. That doesn't mean that you need to be, you know, the driving force and ruining your own child's like way of thinking in life and whatever the fuck else. If your child is gay and you provide him with love and you provide him with, you know what I'm saying, the warmth and the protection and foundation that he should have. Motherfucker, he'll probably grow up to do exemplary things because he'll have an open mind, hopefully, because you're giving it to him. Mm -hmm. And he'll be forced to because he's not like everybody the fuck else. And then on top of that, well, he'll probably be, you know, fashion forward. He'll probably be clean. Um, you know what two. I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying when he gets there, if he is gay right. and ha- I comes ca- from I, a I'm loving home. I'm stuck on he's two. He's
2: like, two, girl. He's two. He's two years. You're yelling at a two-year-old. This nigga about been here being all gay. of two years.
1: About being gay.
2: And for crying. Like, kids don't cry.
1: That's kids. what crying they do. Crying doesn't make
2: you gay it just doesn't crying doesn't make you soft it doesn't make you a sissy or a wimp it makes you a human being who produces
1: tears if I had my way you'd be getting your ass whooped um, but I'm not gonna say that uh, <laughs> I did but whatever the point is <laughs> you know, say, I just don't <laughs> I don't fuck with that type of shit. It's so stupid and it's dumbasses like your motherfucking ass who be out here having motherfuckers have to write moonlight, which is amazing. And so they good. sweeped the Gotham Awards. Cannot wait and not wait I'm sure that they are gonna again. fuck up the Academy Awards. Ooh,
2: and I'm looking forward to so it. Because it was just really excellent.
1: Um but that yes, was, yeah. This that's is, what I have to say. That bitch can burn. Fuck it's, her. It's
2: interesting to me that you don't want your kids to grow up gay. Like you focused on that, like I don't want him to grow up soft or a sissy or a homosexual or nothing like that. But you're not at all worried about him growing up and being like you how about I don't want my child to be 27 with a kid and two more on the way and is so lost in life that he has to move back in with his mom and try to figure out his life from that point. Like, how about I just don't want you to be in the same fucked up situation I'm in right now? Maybe your sister is really stressed and she's taking that out on her child, but that is no excuse.
1: It just is At
2: the fuck all. Like, there's no excuse for talking to a child that way. And it's just so, it's baseless. Like, you're really worried about somebody who is all of, what, 25 months old?
1: I wish that kids at that age could even for like I wish that God could just take them over at that age even for just 60 seconds and explain like get them to a place where they understand what their parents are saying and respond in like a reasonable way as a toddler like I wish that her son could just be like do you realize i don't know what the fuck you're talking about (laughs) like
2: (laughs) bitch am i what do i want some more cheetos yes
1: like that's that was the reason i was crying you wanted to put the flaming hots away uh, and and i I
2: was like no i wasn't finished can a bitch get the chili limones like like, gay
1: girl you tripping
2: girl i came in here because i did not want to take a nap and i was ready to fight about that and here you go talking about dicks what What is that? what he's not thinking about that and even if they are like so like you as the brother i think i would just say next time she does something like this or when you decide to confront her about it just being like and what do you really think all this hollering and shit is going to do what do you what effect do you think this is gonna have on your son other than at right now he's probably thinking damn every now and then the tall one just starts screaming about (laughs) the fucking nothing He ain't thinking about sex or the no shit like that. You're not gonna stop him from being gay. This hollering is not gonna change that nothing if he one. is. The tall one with the hair. Jeez, my God, Matthew. that one is
1: shrill. <laughs> oh my God. What is wrong with that bitch? <laughs> they really be looking at their parents like that too. Like my word. Okay. My God. Jesus, bitch, simmer down. What the
2: fuck
3: God, is damn. your <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. You hollering and all this uh, shit. Talking about you don't want him to be gay. You can wish it as hard as you want to. If he's gay, he just he is. He
1: just is. And all
2: you're going to do is make him hate you. So how about just. And himself. Chill the fuck out on a toddler, is all I'm saying. And
1: it's probably because you hate you.
2: Just. I mean, and looking at your situation, I can see why you do. Because you got three. Well, I guess you got. One and a half kids? I, I don't know what the twins count as since they still in Soon Europe. To be
1: three, whatever. But you
2: got, right, three kids by two different niggas and ain't nobody around to help you take care of them so now you move back into your mama's house. That's but enough to stress somebody out but you're going to about... have to do better.
1: It's always motherfuckers have no room to judge anybody always. that are aggressively homophobic.
2: Always. Like, not just regular run-of-the-mill, I don't like gay people, but I leave them alone, homophobic. Those people have good jobs. Those people are
1: Trump voters. Yeah.
2: (laughs) What we get is, I hate you fucking faggots, and I don't want my child to grow up being no sissy with no bent wrist and all this other. And he is just really trying to stay upright. We ain't watching no SpongeBob in this goddamn house. Because toddlers got them big old heads and bellies, so it take them a minute to stand up all the way and and stay up there <laughs> when they get to the running. Oh, it's easy for them to fall over because them niggas is top-heavy. They trying to stay upright, and yeah. you worried about your son sucking dick, Girl what is wrong with straight people dumbass what is wrong with you fucking dummy. you could bitch if you don't let that baby live and chill the fuck out somewhere Ugh. Ugh. so yeah cut your sister out for
1: us you should just be thankful that you have a child you know what I'm saying and be raising just that child healthy, right baby. so that once he gets to the age you'll have somebody who will actually take care of you and if you're nice enough to him he'll do it without complaining mm. because money, you motherfuckers who act just like this end up needing your kids to take care of your motherfucking ass and if they are willing they come see you and they can't wait to go home and they don't hide it on their faces right. they be like i can't wait the fuck to get up out of here you know i don't even want to talk to you
2: and i don't know how it must feel to look your adult child in the face and they will pull the plug on your ass if the Moonlight. doctor said it I'm just saying the doc. some of y'all are treating these kids this way. And in 15, 20 years, when the tables is turned, you're going to be looking like. Do you want
1: us like, to unplug it or not? I'd be like, what? My score? is God it not already?
2: It. Hold on. Let me. I'm mm.
1: on the phone.
2: Right. Can y'all ask me when I'm done with Tetris? Because I swear to God.
1: Hold on. It says he's 0.07 miles away.
2: <laughs> like,
1: like, I'm not.
2: All right.
3: Do what you
1: want.
2: Send your questions to asktherita.gmail.com. We'll
3: be back. Keep It is brought to you by Hedge. Hinge is a dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof! what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus... These prompts were created in collaboration with Glad, so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody, when I admitted <laughs> it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah, I broke the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when, it feels affirming when others, blank, I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for.
1: So we're back and it is now time for the read.
2: It is, and I don't really have one this week, so feel free to to go in. I can
1: definitely take care of that. Feel free to go in. So I'm going to start by saying um, I'm sick of you niggas at these venues telling me That I gotta take my hat off. I don't care what your your policy is. We had, um, we went to Chelsea Pier Mm -hmm. on Friday. Happy
2: birthday.
1: uh, To play laser tag for my birthday. Thanks so much to y'all for coming. And thanks to Dustin for putting that together. I had a really good time. Even though when I arrived there, the gentleman at the front told me, oh, we've got a, a what a dress code. Oh, girl. <laughs> and so we're going to have to keep your hat up here and you can get it back when you leave. The reason that I did not argue with this young man is that I could, first of all, he was a black man. We've been through enough. And I could tell <laughs> that he didn't give a fuck about that. He was just doing with his, his job. job. And I didn't. Although I was not in the mood for that bullshit at all. Like, I was already not in a good mood. And so when he said that, it pushed me over the edge. But I literally just rolled my eyes. Maybe there was a scoff. So I did give a little tood. But I didn't, like, go off. And so I put the little hat on their table. What pissed me off was, like, they took the hat. Yeah. Like, not only are you removing my hat from me, telling me that... I And I'm always wearing a hat. I just... It's part of my thing most times. Yeah. I just enjoy hats. And so... Now my outfit is all thrown off, and we're here to celebrate my birthday, and I just feel nude, and I hated it. <laughs> and so I said, bitch... What the fuck is this? Because I've always felt like that hat removal policy bullshit is racial targeting. I've always felt that because I've been to many venues that have different kinds of parties and I'll go there on the night they're having a quote-unquote black party or urban hip-hop party and all of a sudden they want you to take your cap off. But bitch, I was just here... Last Tuesday, with the O phase, <laughs> and everybody had on what they want. So what's the problem? So I asked finally, what the fuck is the reason behind this? And many people, including non-Americans, said that folks do that so if something happens, they can catch your face on the you know the cameras or whatever, and you you're easy to identify should you do some crazy, I guess, terrorist style shit <laughs> <Okay>. or something. <sighs> I said, you know what? There is an ounce of logic in what you're saying. Besides the fact that this is fucking Bulmore Lanes. <laughs> On the West Side Highway. <laughs> am I going to grab somebody and shove their face into the ski ball? Like, what the fuck do you think? I'm. Mean, you think I'm going to hit somebody over the fucking right. head with a goddamn tennis table racket or something? Like, what girl is practically Dave and Buster's here? What the right. fuck are we... Hiding my face from What? Like, what it's happened some grand Chelsea? robbery, Right. Did somebody, they must have lit more lanes up on some Grand Theft Auto shit at one point, Ooh. and they were like, no more. I thought that that was some bullshit. I still think it's some fucking bullshit. It's a fucking bowling alley, girl. It's not motherfucking. It's not the Pentagon. Right. It's like, what? Ain't even Trump Tower. If anybody, them motherfuckers need to be, take it off. Hat, jacket, <laughs> shoes, gold teeth. There ain't nobody in the Trump Tower with gold teeth on except the fucking <laughs> doorman. But... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That was some bullshit and I'm tired of it. I will give Baltimore Lanes a bit of a break because, again, the young man who said it to me was black. I don't have a face for the bitch who put that policy into action. And it was a mixed crowd. But I've been to many, many events, parties, clubs where it's like, oh, all of a sudden they're about to start playing Future, so you niggas get bald. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) So you can kiss my ass over that. Also, so I saw this video. This is petty, but I saw this video.
2: Hold on, I'm sorry. Before you move on, I thought you was gonna be mad because they didn't actually enforce the hat policy on everybody. It was like picking well, and choosing who had to wear the hat. They were couldn't.
1: people were allowed to wear like scullies. and I don't know what the fucking reason behind that is. I guess it's harder to hard, because it doesn't. But have it's a easier to
2: pull a scully over, over your face. You they so that doesn't make sense. People have literally had. Robbery rob in Scully's in, like office. it's
1: it's uniform
2: but you can like, be having signs like no Scully's in this bitch like none of them face masks none of that shit anything
1: that would be the one that I would just be like well let me just pull so this weird. down okay that was uh and i did see a couple people who had on regular ass snapbacks and stuff too i just decided to get wasted and make the best of the situation thankfully laser tag was a ton of fun and i had great friends to be there to support me we was so i got over it we
2: was in there like we was in live action shooting game how the
1: fuck did y'all hoes beat us it was nine we had nine players and y'all had eight
2: i know we did but you had the white girl on your team.
1: We had the white couple you on had the, our team.
2: But the white boy wasn't bad. It was that white girl.
1: They were both visibly drunk. When
2: we, when me and Dustin was suiting up and everything, we was like, we tagging that white girl. Like We, get, <laughs> we plodding on her ass. Because she was so annoying. She was,
1: she was really annoying.
2: Hi, everybody. Are you ready to play? We're going to shoot ah. it up. Oh, I didn't mean to make it racial. I'm like, oh, God, girl, shut up.
1: Like, girl, Every what? time I
2: saw her ass tagged. As soon as I saw them,
1: over <laughs> to the blue side. I looked I don't remember who I was looking at, and I turned to someone. I said, and it was oh, like, "No, give me a great. red jacket, give me a red Bang. jacket." Plus, y'all had one of the niggas who worked there on y'all team,
2: right? But even if you took his points off, we still beat y'all. That's true. So I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going back. It was probably because I mean I took down the blue target a couple times myself, but that white girl, I was on her ass.
1: It was hard not to be. Did she even attempt to play? She was just walking around you guys like You
2: getting me. No shit, girl.
1: You, you're you supposed to run and hide Like It's called laser tag Speaking of
2: running and hiding Drew clocked me in the side of the face with his gun Cause he was running like new niggas That's the thing though Niggas be awesome. acting like they in a real ass That shoot. is how you win Yo black Man, ass so forward rolling and shit on. I sure
1: did <laughs> i played enough video games in my lifetime to know how this goes I tried to hold it down. It
2: was fun. It was a damn good
1: time. Um, okay, so I saw this video. I don't know if it was the shade room or what, but it was a video of Kyrie Irving, and he was coming in, to, like he was going to the locker rooms or whatever. And you know how at the game, sometimes they'll have those kids, I don't know, sometimes they'll be like Make-A-Wish, sometimes it will be like special uh, needs kids, sometimes yeah. it will maybe just a friend of somebody who worked there or whatever. So there were these three children standing in the little walkway waiting for the the players to come. Kyrie Irving is coming down Before you even see him step into the frame There's a little white boy A little white girl And then a boy who may have been like I don't know what race he was Okay with It's just some kind of brown Yes, yeah, he was brown So The little The young white boy Is like z Like he was so Fucking excited Just seeing this nigga Approach him So they're all holding their hands out, and everyone does when the players walk by. And when I tell you that this nigga, like, maybe, like, barely, like, scraped his fingers across these children's hands or whatever, or whatever, and kept it pushing. Didn't look. Didn't say anything. Just went, like, tap. Now, thankfully, the child, bless his heart, (laughs) looks like he couldn't have been happier. Just (laughs) from feeling maybe just, like, a fraction of Kyrie Irving's pinky. He looked like, I'm never washing this hand again. Like, his whole world lit up. To me, as an adult, mm-hmm. and many people who I saw in the comments were like, damn, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't even say hello. What made it worse for me was there was a security guy or somebody who was right behind them, who he then walked to immediately after and did, like, the ill Obama-LeBron handshake. Oh, like, damn. he was just like like, it's like, some fresh Prince Jazzy Jeff old practiced handshake. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) that they have been doing in the He-Man's Woman Hating Club since, like, kindergarten. You mean to tell me, nigga, that you couldn't even look at these children in their faces? Like, it was obvious that these kids love you, that one especially. And again, thankfully, it didn't really affect him like that. But now I know that I would have been the parent in those type of situations that would have been like, okay, well, actually, uh, Mr. Irving, is that your name? Okay, yeah, hi. So we came all the way out here from X, Y, and Z. My son is a very, very very big fan of yours if you could take a pic, like I would have went off you know what I'm saying because my nigga like yeah Kehlani cheated on you or allegedly or whatever but (laughs) girl (laughs) that doesn't mean that you have to be out here acting like you know what I'm saying Yeah, it would have been one thing if I don't know if they won lost you know I don't give a fuck about the sports so I don't know what his feelings were but the fact that you tapped them barely and didn't even look in their direction and then was like yo my nigga what's up let's take it back to high school and get right like to kids why why would you do that to kids It's just. I just felt like you could have at least been high, and you're talking to somebody who don't like to speak to nobody. You know what I'm saying? But I don't like speaking to anybody because I am awkward, and I don't know how to maneuver my way through those things. You show that you not only have the ability to shake them, (laughs) shake hands, but shake them with vigor and style. So I don't understand why you couldn't do it. You that mad at Trump? Like I don't know what that just was a dick move to me. Come on, vigor personally. (laughs) Also. I haven't faithfully been watching the Bad Girls Club this season, but I did see in one of the previews many, many weeks ago that there was going to be a lesbian on the season and that she was going to be fighting someone that she apparently slept with. Yes. So there was a girl on the season who I believe her name is Bernicia. Bernicia has blonde dreads. Bernicia is from PG County. Brenisha, um I guess, uh, was a practicing lesbian at one time. And I guess she moved on as many straight girls do. So, this girl who came in, who I want to say, her name is Candace. She was like femme aggressive. She was not nearly stud. Because okay. not only did mama wear makeup, but she had on a fierce lash when I watched that clip anyway. Okay. Come on, femme aggressive. <laughs> like, so you know how the girls would be oh, like, absolutely femme for when I do decide that I want some dick. But I'll take your ass down. Get like, that's s- what she was. Somebody that can do both. Right. Why not? (sighs) So I guess at some point in the season, she must have ate this girl's vagina. And so, you know, the straight girl is like now conflicted. And I think she said it was because she didn't want to... I think she said it was because she had messed with a girl before and it was horrible. Like, they were always at each other's throat, which just sounds like standard in lesbian relationships. But she didn't want to do that. So she wasn't trying to catch no feelings. Of course, the other lesbian feels differently, maybe. Whatever. So at one point, the girl was on the phone with her mama... Like they have like like a FaceTime thing in these confessionals so the, kids, like, so the girls in the house can talk to their loved ones or whatever. So she's on there talking to her mama and the girl comes in, the other, the lesbian comes in and says something to try to explain what happened. They start arguing. Now the girl's daughter, she has twin girls. One of the girl's daughters was in the background like on the thing with the mama as this argument is going on. And the girl, Bernicia was like, you know, I felt so bad that my daughter got to see me like that. She goes to a hotel, comes back the next day. So when she comes back, the true Les oh Candace, <laughs> basically says to her, like, if you don't want to have nothing to do with me, whatever it is, what it is. But the next time your mama threatens me, I'm going to beat your ass. And so that turns into an exchange of words. Next thing you know, homegirl comes around the corner. They get to fighting. Now, I want to say Candace threw the first punch and it landed, but Benicia had them hands. She was, she was tiny and mighty. Okay. You know, so she got a couple of licks in. I don't know if they really affected her anyway because Candace is a bit wider and she seems like she's been fighting lesbians for a minute. <laughs> so she was a practicing lesbian fighter I combatant. This. I love it. Um, So the read comes in because... Brenisha very clearly was moving on. And I think that Candace felt a kind of way that she was just kind of like, I don't give a fuck about you. So at one point when they were separated by the security guards, the Candace girl says, um, your daughter is still ugly. Mm-hmm. She says, your daughter ugly and you got twin gorillas, bitch. Bye. That's what she said to her. Now, of mm-hmm. course, the girl breaks down and she starts to cry because she they won't let her go and fight the girl.
2: And that's frustrating. When you can't fight and you I really don't
1: know want to. Of a level of fiery rage that can even compete Mm-mm. with wanting to beat a deserved bitch. Like, mm. when you really have earned that ass whooping and they just won't let them get to you. Yep. I don't even enjoy fighting anymore. <laughs> you know, I've it's not fun. Way past that years ago. But when you just need your ass whooped and somebody is stopping you from getting there the worst you break so anyway the girl decided that she was gonna leave the house even though it was the last day or last week or something like that and then I guess they'll see each other on the reunion my thing is you can't call anybody weak when you say some shit like that to, to take a low blow like that because you mad at this girl because she you, she don't want you to eat her vagina again. Like, she, <laughs> you ate her box. It was what it was, I guess. And oh, she man. moved on. You and your feelings. To so talk about this girl's precious ass kids, whether they're ugly to you or not, it's just ridiculous. It's a weak move. It's a bitch move. And that's some shit that somebody does when you, like, you did that because she couldn't get to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You did that and laughed about it. And then when she packed her bags and was moving out, the girl was at the top of the staircase still calling her kids gorilla like you need to get your ass whooped by anybody wait for that reunion now I heard that she's apparently gonna apologize or whatever but if I was that child's mama I would've been like I accept your apology now are you getting ready to stand up or what it is because Mm -hmm. I have moved on from this I have forgiven you but GP." like the backwards version of my county, you got to get that ass <laughs> I'm slugged. just going to have to. I got to deal it. There's no way that me as a parent, that I can allow you to disrespect my children, even mm-hmm. if it was in private, even if it was in secret. You call my kids gorillas on national TV? I have to beat your ass. <laughs> I can't allow my kids to ever grow up and know no that me. I came and saw you again after you said what you did to them and I didn't put hands on you. So get up. Like just has to, There's to. no you way around that. That is the weakest, foulest, dumbest, dumbest shit to say to somebody because they are defenseless and it reminds me actually of that letter that we read about homeboy saying what he said to his sister oh yeah who, who has had been ish- in the
2: accident right, <coughs> right. and
1: but has she has the reaction in. that she has and it's almost like you get you know like a rise out of it or you like feel empowered by saying t- look if you got an issue with me you can say whatever you want to about me all day long and if you truly want to box let's go it is what it is. I'll walk away because I feel like I got shit to lose or whatever. But, if I mean, if you want to do it, let's drop jackets. Let's do <laughs> what we got to do. But the moment that you feel like because, A, you can't whoop my ass, and, B, you can't get to me and I don't even care about you, so you feel like you got to take it to that level, bitch, now I got to rearrange your whole face.
2: Got to. No other option.
1: She talking about, I'm the pettiest lesbian you ever met in your life. I'm Candace, bitch. Good nice to meet you or whatever. Look, I know fiery, fiery fiery girl on girl i've known it i've seen it i know the stories and i treasure them oh, dearly man. but that ain't got nothing to do with nobody that was just some weak punk ass shit and you deserve to get your nose rearranged
3: I've that's lived that. it.
2: i've lived it and i hate when people do that oh i'm a dyke and i can do this and this and this you can be a dyke and all that and still get your, get your ass your handed to you girl <laughs> watch that's for real watch it happen girls you could be King lesbian.
1: That's for real. And I oh, don't know you why you were even trying to incite a fight with this girl when you clearly were ill-equipped. <laughs> like you you know what I'm saying? You swung first and she still was tagging you. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm just, I'm lost. So leave the kids out of it. That's just like a whack, dummy. It's, And I feel like it also shows how weak you are, but not just how weak you are physically and mentally, but also like verbally. Of all of the things that you could have said about that girl specifically, Mm -hmm. you came for her kids, it means you're a weak-ass bitch in every sense of the word. You don't deserve breath. That's it. And my last read is, stop getting on the elevator with me when I come to work. I'm just trying to get to the 22nd floor. I'm done.
2: You know what? Somebody got on the elevator with me right when it was closing. And I was on my way to the 22nd. I said.
1: Three people. I'm
2: trying to go to the top fucking floor. The
1: very top. And they never are.
2: They never are. Oh, no. You always have to make a million stops.
1: 14, 17, 21.
2: (laughs) 21 is the worst. When it stops on 21, I almost want to get off too. Like, really? (laughs) Why? (laughs)
1: I'd be looking at them like.
2: And it's not these people fault they need to go that to a floor, I mean, just, they have,
1: where are they go to take it's the stairs? Anno-
2: and speaking of things that are annoying, if the M- MTA could turn off the air conditioning on the trains, that would be fucking lovely. What is
1: wrong with the place? It has
2: not been over 60 degrees for like two weeks now. What are you doing? Well over. We're knocking on December, girl. Turn we- the air off. Everything about, like, this is my least favorite time of year.
1: The air on when it's cold, but when it's hot.
2: But when it's hot, curtains, crickets. Just, I'm just lost. I'm just, why do they hate us? Why, what is it about that? I mean, them niggas had the air on full blast yesterday. I'm like, it's been raining all day long. And now we're getting on a pack two train. It's rush, rush hour on top of that. And here comes a icy blast of rat air
1: pumping through the train. <laughs> Damn you cold sure? rat air.
2: Everybody is wet. Umbrellas and ponchos and the the... The subway in breath the rain is already bad. But adding the winter to that, and it's been mild outside, which means snow is coming. And it's, the whole process of turning from fall into winter depresses the shit out of me. I hate that it's dark so damn early. I hate the bad That's my weather. least favorite part. It's really annoying. It's hard for me to do, like, it's hard for me to get into a frame of mind that is positive.
1: Productive, right. It's just like... all
2: I want to do is lay around and smoke weed and be high because it's just gray outside all the dark. time and then it gets dark.
1: Every day I wake up, like, I, for the past, like, week I've been getting up and it's just been like foggy or like there's just been this it's just great
2: right it's like well why would i go outside and
1: one of my favorite things about my new apartment is the amazing lighting that it gets and just
2: i mean because i i have blackout curtains in my bedroom but then if i actually do manage to get out of the bed and go in the living room it's bright as fuck in there because there's so much sunshine pouring through for like three or four hours and then it's gone so i can go out there and enjoy it then but it's just like I don't know this whole time of year it just stresses me the fuck out and i don't want to go outside or or be productive or do anything at all so when i actually do manage to peel my ass out of the bed and go somewhere the last thing i want to be bothered with is the fucking mta and the air conditioning on in november girl why in why is that the case new york and then you know they about to raise the fares again the workers talking about going on strike I stopped paying for a monthly card. I don't spend $116.50 worth of rides with the MTA. I certainly don't. I don't. So what I started doing is putting $80 on there because, you know, they give you a little $10 bonus or whatever, depending on how much you put on your card. I know that. And I just put the little $80 on there with my little $10 bonus. That's like 89 or 90 And then I end up using that for five or six weeks. So I call myself That's the lick. That's how I get back at MTA by saving my forty five dollars.
1: That's right. <laughs> I mean, Every penny.
2: You know, the city will frustrate you in that way though. Like New York living in New York will make you try to find like ways to get back at the establishment that don't really get back at them, but just whatever personal wins you can take. It
1: makes me feel better.
2: And that's, that's how I feel. I'd be matters. putting my little eighty dollars on my MTA, like I'm not giving y'all one sixteen fifty. Not this month. I'm not right. doing it because I'm not gonna spend all them rides. But I don't have a real read this week. I'm just annoyed with everything in general. I I don't
1: feel like I really had one either. I'm tired
2: of Donald Trump. I'm tired of Sage Steele. I'm tired of who else has been in the news and acting dumb and just being relentlessly stupid this week. I'm just everybody. Bitch,
1: that work at TD Bank.
2: You still mad at Tasha when she didn't do nothing to you? <laughs> I mean, I
1: called her the chiso, I, but I think that you know she probably is because you know they're ruthless. But I think that um, <laughs> I've been trying to like to place my anger in the right. Like I'm trying to figure out where where and why.
2: I can't figure out why you're mad at Lawrence.
1: Because I kind of I don't know maybe it's because I kind of feel like Issa Rae is my real ass friend I don't know why I felt like my friend like this really happened to somebody that I know <laughs> I think that's why I'm so angry Oh
2: I love Oh that's everything because <laughs> you're like wait no Issa that's my nigga Because like.
1: I've seen things like this happen on shows before you know what I'm saying You like, don't care I don't know why it reminded me of a couple of other shows that always happened before and I'm just like I'd be like upset whatever but like. That scene, I was like, like, I was pissed. And he wasn't even, you know, like you said, he didn't do anything wrong, per se. Although I'm still kind of confused. About? Like... You know, me and Fran sat here and talked about it, so... So, when he called her and said that he wanted to talk or whatever, what was the transition between that and then him getting all his shit?
2: So, I think when he came home, he realized that he was about to be taking the rest of his clothes and stuff out and going to crash with Tasha for a while but that he called Issa in a moment of you know weakness or horniness or whatever at the strip club and was like you know we need to talk or whatever but not saying we need to talk like we need to talk and fix our relationship more yeah, like you no, I didn't think when we get back you know when you get back you know we're gonna talk about how we no longer together and he didn't anticipate her being back that same night and seeing everything you know especially that best buy shirt that kind of punched me in
1: the chest but like that's what I, that part confused like me because that was petty nigga well, you could have threw that away
2: i think they're going to answer that in season 2 like exactly what happened that night that we don't see on um, Lawrence's part but that was what I got from it that he was like you know I was just gonna say we should talk cause we need to talk about how we are not gonna be together no more and meanwhile I'm gonna
1: be at this whole house okay. but bitch see this is why Lawrence can honestly kick off because bitch you could have just said we need to talk about what bitch you didn't feel but like he you got that point across when now. I told you fuck you I'm done don't ever come and see me ever oh, again sure. I mean you could have just stuck with that now you wanna talk about I miss you we need to talk what the fuck supposed to think. Of course I'm gassing up the goddamn Uber and going home, bitch. Keep your
2: ass in Malibu. Why would you come home? She just told him I'm going to be gone till Monday. The house is empty. Because
1: I came to your job. The house is empty. You told me the house was empty. thought was that he was going to fuck the bitch at the house. Oh, no, no, no. He ain't that reckless.
2: He ain't that reckless because Issa didn't even do that. Issa didn't even do that. Because she was already in the place to fuck. Oh, my God. A nasty-ass studio couch. I still will not get over it. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Check out our website.
1: I whatever banks you work at gets robbed.
2: This is TheRead.com. And don't forget to check out Third Love. Thanks again for supporting this week's episode of The Read. Again, their 24-7 t-shirt bra, my absolute favorite incredibly fucking comfortable and you can get yours too just go to thirdlove.com/read try it for a full 30 days wear and also it, because and he all that fucked shit.
1: the shit out of her like he like <laughs> like he was like oh my god
2: thirdlove.com/read and yes he did again i feel like i will go back and watch that scene that sex scene with Lawrence and Tasha again because my god them niggas never was getting see it one n- you could hear it you could hear the s-
1: I, n- I remember Before the it. scene transition. I'm telling you that it literally mm-hmm. made me very angry.
2: Incredibly realistic. It really made you mad. It hmm.
1: did. I don't know why, besides the fact that I think I just really feel like he cheated on my friend, hmm. <laughs> even though I don't know. And her name right. is Issa. And so I'm just right. thinking It's harder Issa. to
2: separate her from her character because of the character's name being the same as hers, but it's a little weird for me seeing somebody I used to know, you know, twenty years ago having sex having on aggressive
1: sex on HBO. But you know we
2: all grown now. Now I just want y'all to tell me how you film it without them two having sex. Because as far as I'm concerned, have them two actors theories. was smashing. Is he is his dick actually hard though? It has to be. That girl is so. naked. So I mean so what are you doing? Thinking about turnips or radishes or something?
1: I would just... I would assume the fact that you're in a room with other people and cameras and probably, you know, lights and things like that. Would we'll keep you from... You'll probably be kind of be like, mm, You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I don't think that people think about the fact that sex scenes probably are way more awkward than they are sexy. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if his dick was in a sock and it wasn't all that hard. Mm-hmm. But...
2: I, mean, it had to I wouldn't be, be surprised if it was brick either. I'm sure it wasn't in stuff. Obviously, it was not inside that girl. I just need to know how y'all filmed it because it looked like it was. Movie magic. That's all I got. Do you have any news for us this week or what?
1: Yes, Boston, we will see you on Sunday for the Read Live. Can't wait. Also, I'm having my second toy drive this year. Yay. I'm very excited about it. And I'm going to pull up the information right now so that I can tell you more information about it because I know things <laughs> except for like all of the information about this. But it is <laughs> my event and it's going to be so great. And you guys totally have to come because Day, it's a toy drive. time,
2: location, slash information.
1: What is it? This is the read?
2: A toy drive.
1: What? Oh, are you looking on our Instagram? This is the read.
2: It's the is the flyer up?
1: Sunday, December 11th from 2.30 to 5.30. There you go. Right here in New York. It's going to be my toy drive slash holiday party. So I'm trying to, like, transition the toy drive into, like... A jam? <laughs> why not? Um, why even like the last jam of the year? I don't think I'm ever going to do like a New Year's party. So, whatever. Um, And you get in free as long as you bring an unwrapped toy. It's in association with Toys for Tots and I'm really excited because it's great. And I get to go to Target and buy a bunch of black toys <laughs> for Christmas. Hey man. I went to Target last year and I bought every black baby doll that they had.
2: Oh, God. I
1: learned of new black characters and things I'd never heard of. I, I was, brown skin, I'm taking it.
2: That's right. Puffy
1: hair, I want it. <laughs> I bought all of them.
2: Somebody gave me a $30 Target gift card for my uh, birthday. I'm going to go use that on your toy drive. Pay Get forward. these kids something. Yeah, you know. All these little brown kids need a little brown doll or... Truck or whatever the hell these kids are into. Every season is something new that all these kids have to have. So
1: you know. And if a white child gets one of my toys, then you that's know, good too. A little, right? That that's is that is nice right. also.
2: About this New Year's party though, is that like a real party or like a house party, like a private event? What are you What are you planning on doing? I, said are you I don't ready?
1: think I'm going to do it.
2: Oh, you said you're not going to. Yeah, I don't oh, think okay. I
1: don't see myself ever doing a New Year's party. Maybe mm. sometime in the future. Mm. But if I could do like a Christmas, like Christmas holiday parties and stuff, are fun.
2: Yes. So that will be a lot of fun um also i don't know if you mentioned we're definitely in boston this sunday and then we are in miami on the 17th tickets and information for all that at the do we have anything else or are we done we need an acronym i can't i can't talk fuck it one of them things speaking of acronyms you cannot play them in scrabble
1: Oh well, that's a good point and so very I
2: like true. I mean cuz I beat somebody's ass in Scrabble yesterday.
1: Nigga rules.
2: Straight up cuz niggas be trying to play LOL. No girl.
1: <laughs> LOL is not a word. <laughs> it doesn't work. I just no, I'm sorry.
2: Niggas be trying to play
1: TUX. Um so the acronym would be L T A T G B C D.
2: Let the angels talk green bodies. What call of duty?
1: Okay, what is the acronym?
2: L T A T G B C D.
1: Okay, so it's Lauren Tasha and that girl's brother can die. Oh, E at the end, expeditiously.
2: Okay, bye. We guy. will see y'all next week. <laughs>